Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of the podcast. Joining me is Spoon. Spoon, how's it going today? Yep, going pretty good. And it is after almost the end of our holiday season for um, for next week. We'll be past New Year's and all the other, uh, I assume most of the other holidays that most people will have break for, for either school or work. So enjoy this last bit of a weekend break or a little bit longer, depending on if you're school or not. But we've got a couple of, I would say, less news-related items today because it was a pretty dead week for news. But, I mean, we talked about it before, Spoon. It, we, we we expected that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of places just take the week off. A right. Lot, in a lot of cases, you know, Christmas slash New Year's week, a lot of places just have the week off. So, yeah, and, I, you know, it's it's we're past Christmas, so as far as games, you know, there's not going to be announcements right after Christmas. You know, people, they're they're done so selling all their games before Christmas. So, right. Yeah. So the the setup for today is going to be, I don't want to say different, but there's just going to be a lot less news. So for for those of you that have like an interest, particularly with all the news that we discuss or want, like post news in our server. We'll probably only have two things to talk about today unless we have something we find last second. But for before we do that, I think it would be a good idea if we quickly did some podcast-related updates as well as community updates. So as far as the podcast is concerned, Spoon is actually going to be here next week. So we'll be doing a normal podcast, we think, next week. There's also a couple things that Spoon and I are talking about internally so we're thinking maybe at some point in the future, though, we'd still like to get a guest at some point. That's something that we'll we'll talk about. But I figured I would bring it up because, you know, if there, there might be some people who are here that are interested in being a guest or maybe somebody you can think of that we can reach out to to bring on and just have a conversation with during the podcast. So that's something we're, think, we're definitely working on as well. The other couple things for community-related our movie night. So movie night will be Saturday. We're looking at 4 p.m. Pacific time or 7 p.m. Pacific time based on how many people react. We'll we'll make a decision on that. The movie this week is Your Name. Spoon has seen it. I haven't. But Spoon, can you give a quick, like, short uh, synopsis of what we would expect to be watching on Saturday should people join? Uh yeah, it's it is a anime movie. Um it's about um yeah, it's about it's about two two um high school uh students as you kind of expect for mm. anime. Um yep. a male and a female who who live uh both in Japan but in very different uh, locations one like lives in the city in tokyo and the other lives like in a very rural rural part of japan like in okay. the mountains um and they end up uh just through magic body swapping and living each other's lives and um it kind of goes from there you know okay. uh, i don't really want to spoil anything there's some there's some twists and turns though the though the plot is relatively um, or the the basis of the plot is relatively simple. Okay. Um, as far as genre goes, like you know, it's kind of 
drama drama romance okay i would say um but it's really good um i definitely you know maybe you're not really an anime person but i recommend if if you can please show up and watch with us Uh, it's really good um i've not showed this to someone and they didn't like it i showed this movie to my parents and they liked it so okay yeah okay so that'll be saturday again we're still waiting on a few more reactions potentially to come in before actually deciding but the decision will be made probably uh if not tomorrow then definitely friday because we really got to figure out the time so people who are interested can make sure that they they stick around can you just spoon do you know off the top of your head how long this movie is going to be is it an hour and a half or is it two it's, hours it's like 100 minutes so yeah, okay like so hour, hour okay. and 40 minutes hour and 40 it's, not minute super, it's not super long got it um and also, just want to add in, if anybody has any suggestions for movies, feel free to put it in that movie night box uh, that we have set up, which is our Discord channel. But yep. I like to picture it as like a box. You drop your, your movie suggestion in there. Feel free, free to do that because that will help us figuring out what kind of movies we want to watch for, for your future weekends. So please consider doing that. We, we're open to, I'm going to say most movies. Not all movies are are welcome. I, I can name a few that might not be welcome, so keep that in mind. But just if you're interested and and want to show your a movie that you know of, that would be great. We would appreciate that. The other things that I wanted to update all of us on, and I know Spoon is going to have a better idea of this one, is both myself and Spoon will be doing our games this week. I anticipate I'll be starting Xenoblade tomorrow unless something happens. Um, so that'll be that'll be for me what my plan is. And Spoon, your plan was to do Friday or Saturday? Yeah, we'll probably do Friday. Since we're doing... I mean, I guess I could do it on Saturday earlier, but I think Friday will be okay. the plan for Episode 4 of Walking Dead. And then uh, the finale, uh, Episode 5, will be sometime next week. Sometime next week. Uh, yeah. So hopefully Spoon will finish... Spoon is going to finish his game by next week. I'm just going to be starting mine tomorrow, <laughs> and I do and it's not way long. Fi- it's do way not longer than walking that anytime soon. And no, it'll be a bit. The other thing I want to mention for for games and such is just to sort of boost the signal on Kuru, myself, and Daj are playing a Stardew Valley farm. For those people who are not familiar with the game. You're, you just play as a farmer in a little town. But I think it's a nice, relaxing game. So Kuru, Daj, and I played that. And we, we, we're we still not outside of the first season. But if anybody was interested in playing the game or, you know, just, like, is interested in hanging out, feel free. Those will those streams will happen every once in a while just because uh, Xenoblade is going to be happening. But we do... We are looking for one more person to join the farm. And the only sort of thing I ask is if you do join the farm, just let us know if you're interested. And the game is really cheap. I mean, it's like 15 bucks. I'm sure it's not an expensive game. You just have to let us know. And also we'll, we'll keep you in the loop on when we play, because if for example, Kuru Dodge and I want to play and, and the fourth person can't, then we'll have to figure out, okay, well, should we play without that person for, for like a particular session or not? So just for anybody who's interested, obviously, not a required thing and the game itself you know it's it's a relaxing game it's it's not for everybody that's for sure so i think those are the main things i wanted to point out for for games spoon do you have anything you wanted to add there i know we have hades but 
we're not sure exactly when Hades is going to happen. Yeah, we'll have to find it a day to do that. Uh, I did. It was on sale again because the Steam Steam sale is going on, so I did buy it. It's only twenty. It's twenty bucks right mm-hmm. now. I mean, it's only five dollars discounted. It was like, what is that? Twenty percent off. Yeah, it's, yeah, but you know, better than better than paying it, full yeah, full price for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll 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 need to find it a day for that when it works for, sure. for works for both of us. Um, for sure. Because yeah, break break is coming to an end next next week is my last week of break, week and then I then I then I go back to school. Okay, on, uh, so yeah, we definitely Monday have to... Monday the eleventh. Uh, I think it's the eleventh. Okay, we definitely have to figure that yeah. out. Then. So we'll we'll try it next week. We'll try and find a day next week. Yeah, to play. We'll, it. I'll probably have to find a day next week to to play that. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I f- I think I forgot to mention a couple things. This is normally what we do in our intro, but I'll I'll make it quick because I, I want to know if there's anything else i missed as well the you know for for those of you that are in here watching the vod or listening we put all of our stuff up on on, up on youtube and there's there's commands in twitch for all those things but if you really do want to kind of help support and and try and get more exposure with us we'd appreciate it all you really have to do is when we post a video, go in the video. When we post it, it'll come through on Discord 40 minutes late or something, however long the bot decides to be late. <laughs> and uh, But we do put it on Twitter. So check the Twitter. You'll find the YouTube link. If you're subscribed to our YouTube and get a notification, you'll get it that way. But please be sure to go in. And you don't. We, we're not asking everyone to watch the whole thing, especially if you were here already and you watched the episode. All we were really asking for is, look, did you like the episode? Yes or no? Put a like in there. If you, you know, if you have something to say, just like a comment, we'd appreciate putting comments in there. Uh, I'll say again, like when I post the new videos for when I put the podcast up, I do look through and see some of the comments and I try and like them. I don't always reply to them, but I like them and make sure that you guys, I, I, we do appreciate all that, that effort that you guys put in. So, um, so for those of you that are doing that, thanks. For those of you who aren't, again, it's it's more or less we're just we're just asking for it. Nobody's nobody's like putting a gun to your head and making you do anything, right? So that's that's the last bit of intro. Uh, Spoon, is there anything I, I missed? Um, I don't think so. I was thinking, by the way, um, I was thinking I might, even though I didn't stream it on the podcast channel channel i was i was thinking about uploading the uh, 13 sentinels playthrough to the podcast youtube sorry mm-hmm. uh, i don't i don't know if that's a thing people would be interested in I mean, watching and I, I know some people are want to play the game for themselves so yeah if you if you're gonna do that don't watch don't watch my playthrough to be honest because mm-hmm. it's written with spoilers um sure. but yeah I, I was thinking about just uploading that playthrough to the podcast uh channel okay. as well on youtube so may- maybe that'll happen if you guys are interested in seeing that let me know and maybe I'll, I'll get on it a little faster but sure i mean it's it's totally up to you too you, if you if you would like to post it onto the youtube like for me personally like i it, it's i don't yeah. care yeah but no yeah well yeah i mean what if you yeah, i don't to... i don't i don't really use my own youtube like i have one and i used it for speed runs and stuff mm-hmm. i did in the past but it's not like i'm trying to grow my own personal sure. channel or have any any connection to that so i will say i've posted some really bad videos to youtube 
I will show my top tier high school editing video on this stream actually today. I will find it and grab it so and I will show you guys my god tier editing skills on one video. So I, I don't think anybody I have, should be I embarrassed. Have never, <laughs> I have never seen this. Oh, so. I'm gonna have to hold on. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to grab it. Um, let me see if I can grab it. Oh man, do I remember the password to this thing? Oh, I do. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I have it. So, um, well, I'll show it later. I'll show it later. I feel. I feel like we we yeah. we all could use a little bit of, a little bit more humor and. Um, we'll, we'll see if I can find it. Which one is it? Oh, it's this one. I found it. Oh, it has 13 views or oh, 14 views. Why have 14 people viewed this? This is embarrassing. <laughs> and there's likes on it. <laughs> oh, this is, gr- this is hilarious. Okay. So when we, when we get through all of our stuff, I'll, I'll show this video. It's, it, it's wonderful, but let's, um, yeah. Any, any other stuff? Otherwise we can, we can head into our first not meme actually the the not. kfc console <laughs> yeah no i think we're okay <laughs> the kfc console is not a meme i i don't know what to say it makes me it brings me great joy that it's not a meme by the way so i'm gonna full screen it so we can watch I mean, this i i don't think e- i can turn the audio on I'm, I'm a little worried about turning the audio on even though it's real it's still a meme so i'm gonna put the closed captioning on it's it's apparently more real than we realized. So it starts off with this like thing about how like we, we, we are, we are innovative as a, as a, as, as the human race, we are an innovative species and it goes through all these things that truly are amazing accomplishments. And then it shows the KFC console. (laughs) And I, I'm like, it's just like so weird (laughs) to see this. So it like the console itself they they do have a website explaining the specs of this thing. I don't remember all the specs off the top of my head. The main component is it's got a a, a little cabinet for for keeping your fried chicken warm. <laughs> this this is the main feature. I I I just like don't think there's anything else to this console but the fact that you can open it up and keep your fried chicken warm. Spoon. Did, is this changing your life? I. N- no, <laughs> not not at all. Really, it's not. Oh man. I mean, it's a funny idea, I guess, and it's a it's a great meme. But yeah, that's kind of my question. I mean, I, I guess you're right. Okay, they, maybe they have a website that kind of explains mm-hmm. what it is and what it really does. But you know, what, what do you play on this? Is it its own service like Stadia where you have to like buy the games all over again on this thing? If so, mm-hmm. screw that. Does it? I doubt it would link to like PlayStation or Xbox. Does it? Can you log into Steam on this and play your Steam games on it? I. Yeah, is it just for that one? meme kfc dating game sim how much does it cost i what is the point of i'm trying to find the specs of the the chicken compartment for keeping your fried chicken warm like trying to find the specs give me a minute (laughs) when i when i get when i eat fried chicken i usually eat it hot i don't need to like 
keep it warm. Like, I, I just don't, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's a good meme and I love it. And I, you know, I like that KFC is kind of funny and plugged into the, the gaming community and the sort of like, you know, nerd culture and all that. And I, I appreciate that, but I, I don't under, I don't understand the market for this at all. <laughs> I have, I have the specs VR ready ray tracing. 240 FPS, 240 Hertz, 4K gaming, boom. A CPU, no, I'm just a, Intel uh, Nuke 9 Extreme Compute Element. Look at that. Swap out the console's GPU to keep the console future proof. Well, look at that. Two one terabyte SSDs. Wait, and... hold on. It has more internal storage than the than the the. PS5 or the Series X. Look at that. Don't those have 500 gigabyte or is it one terabyte? I don't even it's, remember anymore. It, I don't remember, but it, this one's got two one terabyte SSDs. That's, that, yeah. Assuming this is real. And a chicken chamber to keep that chicken warm while you're gaming. So, are, it, let's say, here, here's my question. Let's say you do get this thing. Let's say it's real and you got it. This thing's going to have to be kind of close to you, if you think about it, because this chicken chamber is the primary component here. Let's say I need to keep my chicken warm while playing. The console needs to be, like, pretty close to me, because I I don't know if it, I'm going to be just, like, standing up while I'm pausing the game, walking over to the console, grabbing the chicken, and walking back. So this thing's got to be, like, right in front of you to get full value. And, and I'm going to be honest, okay, I mean, I like fried chicken, but fried chicken's not going to be my food of choice while I'm gaming. Like, it's really greasy, and my hands get all nasty and, and stuff like that. Like, Can you again, put other things in the chicken chamber to keep it warm? That's the question mark. I Why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly. This thing's already got more value than the new Xbox, in my opinion, now. I can put really? my pizza in there, and it's exactly... Pizza. Cruise on point. You put a pizza in there? The, the screenshots of this thing also makes it look like it's really small. But if you're able to put food in it, I feel like it's got to have some size right. and heft to it. It, it. I think it needs to be. It, it better be a somewhat beefy console. No confirmed cost, but rumored to be upwards of $2,000. I mean, with those specs, that's not that surprising. Dude. It seems like it's it's got some pretty pretty beefy... 2000. Beefy specs there, you know. Oh this my. is like a. I'm not sure why they're calling it a console. I mean, I guess maybe because it's for the living room, but this is like a KF. To me, this is a KFC PC, not a KFC console. Yeah, you know, feels like a PC. Yeah, I just probably yeah, like at that point with all those specs, you you'd, you'd probably just want to get a PC, right? But I don't know. Look, I'm my point is I need to need I need more information on the chicken chamber. I need to know exactly what foods are optimal to to keep warm in there. Otherwise, I'm I'm not in. I'm not interested. I mean, that's also <laughs> got to be like a relatively large section of the of the console mm -hmm. that is also very much insulated and separated from the rest of the console cuz I don't think you want chicken grease dripping all over the no, components don't. of your console on no, the inside. You no, you do not. So this better yeah, this better be, you know, <laughs> better be separated if it's again if it's real this is great advertising by the way this is one of some of the best ad advertising 
um, I've seen. Uh, this this is top tier. I, I I feel like there are just some some of these companies that have great advertising. I, I feel like Coke, <laughs> Coke Gaming could learn a thing or two about yeah. this kind of advertising. Coke Gaming's it's advertising is awful, terrible. This also seems like a bit of a fire hazard. I'm gonna be honest. It does. But... I, we're giving this so much conversation. It's like, <laughs> but that's like that's the thing. It's like everybody was talking about it. So I, again, I think it's great advertising. Um, but yeah, okay. Any other stuff about the 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 KFC console? This is also yeah no, potential it, lawsuit no, waiting to happen I, too. With yeah, the I mean. Like, yeah, they're they're gonna need to have their asses covered on this one and this. Yeah, like again, it's a great meme, but it's I, great. it's just not. To me, it's not super practical. Like, I don't need something to keep my food warm while I'm gaming. Like, usually eating and gaming are kind of separate things. If I'm eating while I'm gaming, it's like snacks. It's like chips or something sure. like that. Something that doesn't need to be kept warm. It's just mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So, right. I think. There's a certain group that's going to love this. I think the KFC console, if it can cook, for example, not cook, but if it can keep a pizza warm, I think Karu's in. I think Karu's the yeah, one that's in. <laughs> Karu will buy this. And we'll, we'll just see a picture that he's taken of him probably dabbing and has this KFC console with a pizza inside of it. I don't know. I, th- I think that ultimately this, this could just end up being – Obviously, like not a real thing, but it, again, it's great advertising. Maybe they'll like advertise something else. I don't know, but I, I love it. Good stuff. I think it's great. So, okay, CD Projekt Red. Uh, can you do you know much about the lawsuits that actually went through? I them? I I don't I don't at all to be honest. Okay, so uh, I, they said I think there were like four lawsuits. That oh, actually wow. were happening, and I don't know which ones actually went through, but um, they did. CD Projekt Red did make a statement saying they're going to obviously defend themselves. I, I can't imagine they wouldn't. Uh, and no, they're just going to let it happen. They're just going to. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't imagine they're, they wouldn't. They're they're just going to pay all the money without. Oh, here it is. Uh, New York's Rosen Law Firm filed a suit on December twenty fourth. I think we that that was mentioned before by you, but maybe this was the one that actually. went through although there's i'm sorry i'm trying to read through some of this stuff too because this is the this is my first read of this particular article Um, they just filed it they just filed it yeah they haven't done anything with it they just a law firm filed a lawsuit against them last week they were they were talking about it i don't think they had when we talked last week which would have been the 23rd which Mm -hmm. was the day day before they filed it apparently there hadn't been any filed there were some groups that were getting together and talking about it but they hadn't filed anything yet, but they yeah, actually okay. filed it. it. Okay, so somebody actually filed week. it. Okay, got it. Somebody actually went and filed it. Um, This is like... It's so interesting because we there are definitely other games out there, in, in my opinion, at least, that should be getting more flack regarding stuff like, stuff like this. My first de facto response is Madden. There's so much proof that Madden is just not an innovative game, but they keep saying it is. And, I mean, the only reason nobody ever does go after Madden is because it makes money. makes lots of money. And Well, so did Cyberpunk. It did, but in this case, I think 
it was more that how much money they lost, potential money they lost. I don't think Madden actually lost that much potential money as a result of everyone knowing it's a copy and paste game. So that's I think that's the that that's the issue more or less is the investors feel like oh we we lost more lots more money than we want you know we obviously would 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 like so we're gonna actually push this further and and recoup i don't know Matt, i don't know some loss from this is is the idea right so i i don't have much to say about this like cd project red is gonna get this kind of stuff for a little bit and it may or may not you know actually have this successful trial for the investors you know I think just the bigger issue, in my opinion, regarding at least anything related to Cyberpunk is, number one, when the game will actually be playable on consoles. And two, why are people still defending this? I don't get the people defending this. Most of those people, I imagine, the ones playing on PC where the game semi-works. But again, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I Cyberpunk to me is like I'm, I'm, I'm less interested in discussing all of its problems at this point because it's just like this game isn't going to get fixed until february i imagine at least at least february um yeah that's that's the thing it's like okay maybe the game was bad and etc etc but you know they have to the lawsuit would have to prove that they did something illegal, which right. goes to saying that CD Projekt intentionally lied to them or deceived them, deceived the investors about what they were getting with this right. or something like that. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, an investment is an investment. You know, when you when you buy stock or when you invest in a product, you know, sometimes you lose. You know, it's sometimes right. you lose money, and it happens. So, um. I think, I think the I mean the investors are probably just mad because everyone was expecting this to be the game of the century, basically you know greatest game of all time, makes all the money, everybody loves it, and then you're set up for DLC and sequels and just up up up. Let's make more and more and more right. money, and it's turned into a dumpster fire. Exactly. So. Yep, the the people are mad and they want they want their money. They, you know, they're disappointed that they either lost money or they're not going to make more money than they did. But they anticipate uh, because, right because the game still sold 13 million copies even after all the refunds. Right. So, which is, I mean, again, I don't know what the numbers look like for Madden and Call of Duty and stuff like that, but 13 million is a lot. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's a ton. That that's that's a lot of copies, especially for a game like this, which is an RPG, a single player RPG, which generally don't sell as well as, you know, Call of Duty or sports games and right. stuff like that with a little more mass appeal, I suppose. Right. Um RPGs tend to be a little more niche. Um So yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes again. They would ha- again. They would have to prove that they did something illegal, or there was some wrong- wrongdoing. It's not just like, oh, the game was bad and it didn't live up to expectations, so they they win the lawsuit. That that's yeah. not how it works. Yeah, you got <laughs> yeah, to like... prove without a reasonable doubt that CD Projekt Red intentionally did something wrong. In this case, 
didn't maximize investor. Yeah, I think uh, just as a, as a point, just as a point of note, you said beyond a reasonable doubt, which I think is actually only a thing in criminal. In civil, it's a more it's more likely than not. It's the, oh, the burden like, of okay. proof. The burden of proof is not as as uh, harsh in okay. civil as opposed to cr- in criminal. It is beyond a reasonable doubt. Okay. In yeah, the, the standard is yeah preponderance of ev- of the evidence. So more likely than not that this fair was enough. The case. So F- fair enough. That, that's a that's that's legal jargon and you know that's splitting hairs a little right. bit. But my, my parents are both lawyers. They're both well judges actually. So we know. Got um, it. Yeah. And my, my mom works in criminal. My dad works in civil. So I kind of yeah. know a little bit about both sides. The, the, the um, point is they have to prove that they did something wrong. They have to prove that. So anyway, uh, any other stuff with um, with this one? Nope. We'll just we'll see where it goes. Hopefully. Uh... Yep. Yeah, I mean. Hopefully the game gets fixed. That's all really I care about. I don't really care about the investors or CD. I mean, I hope I hope CD Projekt could um can um sort of I guess get their yeah yeah recover get, recover their reputation after after this because they they took a big hit on oh, this it was, one. It was bad. This was a bad hit, and I they really need something to recover all that reputation loss. So, okay, so that's that was all the news. That was it. <laughs> that's all we had for news. Yep. The the other stuff that we had, I'm going to switch over. I'll show my video of my highlights at some point later, probably, because I want to. I want us to double check here what we have here. So, we've wrote, we've written. Excuse me. After the game news section, we've got. Okay. We've got the humankind stuff. So humankind had their, I'm just going to, I know it's, it's the Lucy dev, but I'm just, I'm just going to call it an, a little alpha period. Okay. So they had a, yep. an alpha, alpha period for those who, who are not like involved in, and understand what the Lucy dev part of this is. It, it's an alpha for players who have, I think it is just players who have pre-ordered this game. Right, you have to have pre-ordered it and obviously done a few or there, extra there, steps. There was a twit. There was a Twitch drop. There was for a Twitch it drop. Well. Right. Twitch but drop. Yeah. For the for the most part, if you pre-ordered the game, you can play this, and if you didn't, you couldn't play it. Yeah. So Spoon, obviously, last week you talked about it, and you've you've played, I would say, quite a bit of it. I think is safe to say. I played a full. I played through the entire um, scenario, and yep. I did maybe half or a little more than half of another playthrough I got of it. it. Um, okay. So I played through basically the stuff that you saw on my stream was how much I played. I really didn't get more than that, but I think we can just quickly talk about how we feel about it. The game comes out in April, just for those curious. And it's, it's a, I mean, Forex strategy game that is a lot like Civ, Civ, the civilization series. So I think it's I think this game I, the game's core issues to me are in the UI. Um th- this, I've, heard other, I've heard other people say they don't like the UI very much. Civilization's UI for every 
everything that civilization is and all the issues that that they have civilization's ui is is pretty solid for me at least there the there is an issue for me with the ui where it's hard for me to see like some of the stars on the units sometimes i have a hard time seeing that but the ui for civ is fairly understandable easy to see and you and and sort of like gather what you're supposed to gather from it yeah and like where things are and where exactly. you need to click where you need to click to do certain things and where your buttons are and all that that kind of stuff i think somebody who's a designer got really cute with this game or someone who isn't much of a designer got their hands on this and made the ui there's just like clear ui oddities to me like things are too small Things are way more transparent than they should be. It's it's like a little bit too much of a UI issue for me. But the actual game itself, the battle, the the actual so when you actually do a combat scenario in this game, in save you just you just smash against yeah, the other just person. Smash that's it. You just smash units into each other. You just smash units, right? But the um. This game's, I think, one of the the best things about this game is the combat in this game is a bit more tactical, where you actually get into a, I'm just going to call it a battle arena situation. Yep. You, you have like a, uh, I, I forgot how big the, the actual plot is in the battle, but your units, which are in, we're going to call them an army, because you can put multiple units in a battalion together. Yeah, up, you, to, four, up yep. to four units by, at base. Yeah. Yeah. You, you end up using your battalion against whatever their battalion is. And then you get into like a, a battle situation which has five rounds, I believe, where the people at go the back beginning, and forth. At, yeah. the, at the beginning, yeah. It, it evolves over the course of the game. I think there are always five rounds. Mm-hmm. But in later in the game, you can have a battle that spans multiple turns. So there's five right. rounds per like in-game turn. Right. And if the battle isn't end, over at the end of the five rounds, then you have to proceed to the next okay. turn to play another five rounds until Got it. you end the battle. But the idea is it's not just you slam against the opponent. You actually have this, this um, battle arena where you then get to place your units. And the placement of units is, is extremely important depending on the terrain. So... That is a benefit of this game. I'm not going to necessarily go into how, what the terrain actually does in that battle, but it, terrain that is beneficial to you is where you want to be. Let's just put it that way. So it, it's a little bit more tactical when you actually get into fights. Uh, I think I'm a little bit worried about that slowing the game down a lot more, but I, obviously like, we'll see when the game fully releases and when we actually get into multiplayer situations. We'll see how that runs. I do. I also want to say that another thing I do like is the fact that you can be a, a flexible, a flexible in your culture choices. So you 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 don't pick a civilization to start. You you start out as the nomads, right? You start as nomads, and then you once you hit certain benchmarks, you then can pick a culture. I think that's pretty nice to be able to be flexible. And I think the other benefits of this game lie in your ability to, we'll say pre-choose certain things and then once you have chosen something like a wonder for example um in this case like let's say you want to build the pyramids and you're the first one to get to pyramids when you choose pyramids you get pyramids no matter what you just decide when you want to build it and it's yours 
you know, nobody else can really steal it from you once you've chosen it officially. That is a great thing. Civilization too often just becomes, okay, who has the better production and who pressed build first? And that that's that can be frustrating, especially well, when you uh, put so many resources into building the wonder. You do get also, it back, but... Also in Civilization, when you build a wonder, generally you're gonna only going to build wonders probably in your capital, or if it's not your capital, whatever your, your best city, your highest production city is. Correct. At least... In this case, yeah, getting wonder stolen just sucks, especially it's if it's like the, la- the last turn, like you're one turn away from building it, and the AI gets it. You know, if it's a turn before, it's so annoying. It's so frustrating. Um, um, so you can actually you can build since wonders in this game count as what they call a shared project. You place the wonder on the map, and you can start building it in whatever city you want and every city in your empire or any city in your empire can work on the wonder you can even have the city that is technically building the wonder not work on the wonder and just do something else and just have your capital build the wonder but it goes for the city that you the different city that you want it to to actually build in sure so i like that system as well as far as wonder as far as wonders go i do Um, i think it's great i think that's a great addition to to this kind of uh genre or i guess to to combat against something like civ but i do think this ui this ui needs to be fixed i don't think it's a major issue but that ui that i can see that ui frustrating me uh it it definitely takes some getting used to but the there, there are certain reasons why for example websites do things as like they put text over something a certain way or they put this kind of text over this kind of background because if you have white text it's kind of hard to see white text over a white background isn't it or a light or a light color or a light color background you're right not necessarily white but but it's just like a light background it's hard to see white text on a light background you want to contrast it this game i don't know why the designer decided to do this but they put really transparent things over a background that i would consider at times too bright for the transparent things like for the outpost I, i occasionally had trouble seeing the outpost symbol why don't you just make that symbol dark? Just make the background dark. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal, to be honest. And th- there are also a couple th- other things I was I was like, okay, I know this will get fixed, but it needs to be fixed. It, it's like weird. The, the Some of the sizing on certain features was weird. It, it was off. But I think that that complaint isn't the worst complaint. It would be worse if the complaint was like, this game fundamentally is not fun to play. Or this game, yeah, well, picking cultures is not good. Um, yeah. And yeah, I played as a warmonger. I was a bloodthirsty uh, early civilization, and that was super fun. Just going immediately yeah. into to a bloodthirsty mode. And although, the as you mentioned, they need to change that. I think they need to change that population thing where building a unit like your your warrior unit causes a population i think they need to change that yeah that building any building any unit costs costs a population yeah, that's though i did discover and i didn't actually know this but i was watching a, a streamer play the game over the weekend um apparently you can actually if you bring one of your units to one of your cities you can actually disband the unit and it gives you a population in that city oh okay okay 
I mean, that's like kind of a. Nice it's, an offset. Yeah, it's an offset. I still yeah. don't. I still don't think the unit should cost population, especially not early in the game, because population grows so slowly early mm-hmm. in the game. It mm-hmm. just. And yeah, I, I actually don't really like the way food works in the game. I know you didn't. You I mostly didn't. did. You mostly did war. You didn't really explore. War. <laughs> you didn't explore a lot with the city mechanics and like how old food works and stuff like that. But the way food works in this game is there's. There's a couple of different like food states, mm-hmm. quote unquote. There's uh, there's there's pro uh, there's probably one lower than this, but the ones I've seen are sustenance, plentiful, and then abundance. Okay. And those are all in so sustenance. I think is if you have like zero to ten food, in most cases, plentiful was ten to fifty, and sure. abundance was over fifty. So there were kind of these buckets of where food was but if you were anywhere in that bucket then it didn't matter so if i had 40 it didn't matter if i had 49 food or 11 food i was i was in plentiful and that was my growth rate okay that's i think in abundance if you have more excess maybe it improves your growth rate also growth rate was affected by like how much pop you have in the city so the more pop you had the faster you grew which that's the snowball which which in a way makes sense. It's like, okay, if you have more people in your city, then there's more population growth, obviously. More people are having kids and stuff like yeah, that. Sure. That kind of makes sense. But from a gameplay me- mechanic, I don't really like it because your city grows really slowly at first and you're building up and you're getting this food. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to the end of the game, my bigger cities, my cap was literally gaining a population every single turn. Even... Even when, um, even when you got to like the population limit, which is it's not a real limit; it's kind of a it's a soft cap. Mm-hmm. And when apparently when you approach and go over the population limit, it's supposed to decrease your growth. I don't know if it was bugged. I didn't look into it that much. Um, but uh, again, my cities were literally growing every turn, and I, I, you know, I hit the population limit. And it just keeps growing and growing every single turn. Pop, 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 yep. and it just, yeah, it, yeah, it snowballed. Yeah, I just don't. It's it's, it's snowbally. I don't. I just don't really like the way food works in in the game. It feels like the more food you have, the faster you should grow. No matter, you know, I don't, right. I don't like this, this buckets thing where it's, you know, plentiful from 10 to 50 and abundance over. I just, I don't like it. It's like, if I need 10 food to feed my citizens and I have 15 excess food, I should have X amount of growth, but if I have 20 excess food. I should have more growth. You than should have that, more. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a fair point. The, the bucket system can definitely make the, that's wonky because you're like, okay, well, if, if if 49 and 11 are theoretically the same, theoretically, then why wouldn't you just go for 11 and move on, right? It's like, well, why you just need 11? Yeah. So or you just who cares? Go, yeah, you, you just go for the uh, like once you once you you get your food going, you get to that abundance point where you're over where you're over 50. Yep, and you literally never worry about food again. Ever again. It's it's like. Yeah, you're there. Okay, I have six thousand food, but it does nothing for me to have six thousand exactly, food because so, I'm because I'm in this bucket. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm never gonna build things for food. It's like, oh, I got a new a new food improvement or a food district. It's like I'm not gonna build that because I don't need that because I have a billion food. So, yeah, 
Oh, Tri mentioned uh, great people. I didn't see any great people options in the yeah, game. I, think I that's not a thing. I don't think it's a thing. Yeah, no. I don't think it's a thing. I've, I've not. I've not heard did, them talk like about that. I like how Bob Ross reminded you of that Triker. <laughs> Bob Ross reminded you of that. That's great. I, I'm trying to think of other things that may not be it. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's some other stuff. Obviously, I, I am interested. I mean, I'm going to keep my pre-order up. I'm interested in this game. I think it. I think it'll be fun to play. I'm. Just, I, I'm very curious at how the multiplayer will go. Multiplayer in these kinds of games, I, I am worried about it because you, you just have to think. Okay, how long is a turn going to take? Excuse me for pointing this out, but there are people out there who are slow. Yeah, and I. And it's just like, and it's not like they're intentionally being slow, but they're slow. So. For players like me who end up going a little bit faster, as a result, I end up not playing optimally. It's like, am I going to just have to take my turn, go shoot some hoops, come back, and then it'll be my <laughs> turn again? That's that's what I'm thinking of. And so I, I'm I'm sorry for, for those people out there who are slow turn takers because they're Probably trying to play, because they're trying to to play the game well. I am not yeah. trying to play the game well. I just want to enjoy myself. And yeah. I, I, I just don't want to have to sit there for ten minutes waiting on every yeah. turn. That, that that would be frustrating. So that's I, 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 I definitely noticed that when I was when I was watching you play the open demo. I was like, yeah, Otto's not like micromanaging his cities or like no. doing anything at all. He's no. like, nope, I'm going to war. That's all I care about. No, I Here wanna, we go, baby. I just, go to, I just want to go to war right now. I just want to <laughs> enjoy myself right now. I'm going to go to war. I'm sure when I get further into the game, I'll start doing that stuff. But I'm just going to yeah. go to war right now. I want to. I want to like t- see how that works. I'm I'm sure I'm sure this will be better when the game comes out. Obviously, this is not something you focus on when you make a demo. But man, there are no freaking tutorials. Oh, tutorials ter- terrible. There's no the, there, so, I mean, there was there was some tutorial pop ups that happened, but they didn't explain things particularly well, and they right. were actually kind of annoying to dismiss sometimes when you didn't want to see them anymore. It's like, okay, I oh, get they it. were. Please shut up. That one combat uh, situation where I had to like dismiss the combat, to- like I think it was five times. I had to dismiss the yeah. other combat five times to get my other one. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. I was like, "Why is this not dismissing?" Yeah, you finally bet you. So, like, oh, I gotta do this. Like, the, uh... the game. I mean, we've we've talked about it a decent bit in the past, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're giving you're giving your thoughts on it. I actually like the UI. I think it looks pretty cool, um, and I didn't really have any problems with visibility on it. But I've have heard not only from you, I've heard complaints from multiple people that they okay. don't really like the UI. So. It's kind of a to each their own type thing. I, I generally like it. I don't think it's perfect. There are definitely some buttons that could use some more prevalence. There's some things where people were confused about like where they were. Um, there was that. There was that button that I think you found to toggle between Q and buyout. Oh yeah, that thing was tiny. I didn't even know that was there until I saw you play. I didn't know that was, was a thing when I went like, to buy when. When I went to buy something out, I would have to queue it up, and then there was a there's a buyout button in the queue that you can do. So I did it that way. But that buyout button is great. I'm glad that you showed me that. So there's definitely some things in the UI that are too small or just not explained. Or yeah, this is a game you're going to have to play several times through to really yeah. get a, a strong feel for everything, including and I, the and, UI. And yeah, for you, I I played some of the previous open devs, so I was a little more familiar with it um, than you were. Not that they the tutorials were any better in those to be honest Mm -hmm. but um i can see going into this particular open dev as your first time playing the game where they just drop you in the game they're like hey yeah play with no tutorials whatsoever wait what do i (laughs) do this is not a game you could drop me in and say play this that's not how it works here 
Like you gotta you gotta tell me a bit more. <laughs> this is not that kind of game. There's not like only three or four buttons to press. There's a lot yeah. happening. Yeah, that, there's. But, but yeah, I, I I liked it. I think the game will be fun. I'm gonna try and convince Try Courage to get it because I think Try Courage you're gonna like it a lot. So you should you should also consider getting it um, when it releases so we can all kind of see if we can set up a game together. I think yeah. it, I think I think we'll we'll have a good time trying to play it. Uh, April I did see it was like April twenty second. Twenty second, I think is right. Yeah. So a couple months uh, away. Also, I know we we talked about the balance a little bit, or I talked about it last week that it's kind of terrible. Yep. Um, I, I've been seeing some kind of Twitter posts and people talk about it. Apparently, Amplitude uh has just a reputation of just their balance just being nonsense. Oh, so okay. Well, there you go. I'm ready maybe, for it. Maybe the balance won't be good I'm, when I'm, it can. Or, Again, if everything's OP and everything's fun, then I don't really care. Um, so we'll see. We'll we'll see know. how that goes. I I, I um, feel like if I, again, I feel like if everything's OP, it's just like okay, everything's OP. It's the problem of like okay, two things are OV, OP, and they completely change the fabric of the game to the point where it's just like not enjoyable for 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 everybody. It's like okay, people are playing those particular you know cultures or all the time and are taking those cultures away from everybody else. Like it's not fun when it's a race to the, to two cultures, every single era, right? That could be a, a really like, bad issue. Yep. Ancient era has got the two or three top tier cultures and the rest are kind of, kind of garbo then. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. It's like if one or two cultures are amazing, it's a race to get those cultures at every era that, that would be frustrating, but yeah. I, and I do, I hope they do. They do. I make do it okay. think with the, uh, so every, so you know there are like seven buckets of cultures sure. basically. There's the agrarians, expansionists, militarists, trader, sure. etc. Mm. So each one has a special like power. Okay. Basically, I know you didn't like play around with it. You only played in the ancient era, and you were the militarist. I sure was. Um, some I've played around with some of them, and some of them seem really good, and others just seem useless. Sure. Like the militarist one. It makes sense for a militarist. Like you can, the militarist run allows you to spend four pop in a city, and immediately create an army in that city. I feel like that would be kind of nice if you're being a militarist culture. But it's a, but it's a like the the units are weak, right? They're crappy compared to any other unit in the game. But mm -hmm. they're instant build, so it makes sense. And I don't know how good that one is. I haven't really seen. But early in the game, that's useless. You don't have four pop to spend on that. Yeah, I apologize if I I am like I'm. <laughs> my family's ordering dinner, so I'm like multitasking. Yeah. But but yeah, no, I think I think that one would be great for a militarist culture, e even though it seems like a kind of a, a potential heavy trade off because you're like, okay, I got to drop immediately for pop. But at the same time, if you're like, I think part of it comes with the flexibility too. If you're desperate for units, you may want to do that. If you're desperate, I'm saying if you're desperate, yeah, then you may want to do that. And that's only if you're like either being mowed down by somebody, or you're trying to like really mow somebody yeah. down quickly to surprise expand. More, su surprise exactly. More somebody. I think yeah. that's a potential like again, it's a trade off. That's good in my opinion. That kind of stuff is good in a game when you have that potential heavy trade off because you you really do have to question what your best option is. And yeah, for some people, I could see that as a good option. Yeah, no, that that one I don't think is particularly like good or bad. I think that one to me falls a little bit in the middle. Um, it seems useful situationally, 
but early in the game again i think it's useless because you don't you your none of your cities have four pop for you to spend right. on that you literally can't you can't use it so um the expansionist one to me is just garbage what's the expansionist it, one it allows you to if you have a unit in a territory you can just like take control of that territory it's like a button that you can press. So and it, say, say yeah, that again. So say that again. I'm if, sorry. If you have a unit in a territory, okay. you're allowed to take control of the territory. Okay. Okay. Which I, I believe you're supposed to be able to use on like enemy outposts. So it's like, oh, the enemy has an outpost here. I just click, I send a unit to that territory and I click the button to take control of the territory. But. A, if you do, a the AI is just going to be really mad at you if you do that, and they're probably going to want to declare war on you. First of all, I, I feel like anybody would be uh, mad at you for doing that. <laughs> um, second of all, it's one of those things where it, if you don't have open borders with the mm-hmm. other person, you literally can't step in their lands unless you declare war on them. So it's like, when do I use this? It it just seemed completely like it made sense mm-hmm. from a uh like rational perspective of how it works. Like you know, oh, it's a expansionist; you can just kind of steal territory from people. But it just mechanically, it just doesn't work for yeah, me. I never sense. found a situation to use it. Yeah, it doesn't seem to work um, out too well. And maybe, maybe I don't know. That, that's another thing. Maybe they'll maybe they'll fix that. Maybe they'll adjust it and say, okay, if you're like. I don't know. That seems like it definitely needs to be adjusted or just remove it, I suppose. And and the um the one for the the aesthete sieves, which are the cultural based ones, the one with uh, influence as your main like star. Sure. Um that one was just broken to me. Um I played that in I think I picked the aesthete either in the third or the fourth era. Okay. And their power is another button. It builds up over a certain number of turns, so you can't use it all the time. Sure. Um, it's based on how much influence you generate, and part of the problem is it, it you don't know. Like, it tells you how many turns it's going to take, but you don't know how much influence you need to, to use it. Okay. Um, and it doesn't spend the influence when you use it. It's just like a meter that charges up. Yeah, and it's, it's a charge. Yeah, sure. It's a charge. Button. Yeah, sure. And there were two options with this button. Uh, the first button doubled the amount of money that you gained from cultural influence or something like that. Okay. I don't really know how those calculations work, so that seemed marginally useful. And the other one, you just culturally take control of a territory that is adjacent to your territory. Oh. So, you know, there was that culture lens where, like, you're, yes. you had the cultural influence on each territory. Yeah, you can just, like, culture bomb a territory and just take control of it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. And I got to a point, again, I, I was playing this in either the third or the fourth era when I played it. I was getting this power, like, every, either, it was either, I might, at one point I might have gotten to a point where I was generating so much influence, I was getting it every turn, or maybe every other <laughs> turn. And I just, like, culturally influence bombed the entire world. It was stupid. I was like, okay, this is broken. Like, I don't yeah, that's, that sounds dumb. know that needs what to, be fixed. To, do, to do with this. That, that um, sounds completely out of control. That should not be a thing. <laughs> that shouldn't be a thing. It sounds and then the, too snow. This game sounds too snowbally. It's very. It's very. Civ snowbally. is snowbally. Civ is snowbally. 
But this sounds even more snowball which is a very scary thought already. Because yeah, Civ is snowball it, it, like, once you get going in this game, your numbers just get out of control. Yeah. Civ, and you're and just, Civ is that way, too, to be fair. Civ is you're making way. so much money, so much science. Like, I again, I the, fir- the first game I played, I went... I started as a production Civ, and then I did a militarist and took some land... Right. And then I switched to a science sieve, and my science was not doing that good. And I was in a science sieve for not that long, mm-hmm. and like, ba boom, my my science shot through the roof. And I was like, in the late eras, I was getting techs in one or two turns, and it was just, sure. it's so snowbally, yeah. So the, yeah. again, I I think the balance on the the special abilities, I could go through the rest of them, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think i need to some of them are situationally useful some just seem kind of useless and others seem totally busted like the food the agrarian one for the food sieves just al- it allows you there again there's two buttons for it it works this similar way to the influence one where it's a meter that charges up you have two buttons one you gain it you just gain population in every one of your cities depending on how many territories the cities has so if the city controls three territories you gain three pop in that city okay I mean, that seems really good to me. You just, like, gain a ton of pop in all yeah. your cities. It's... I mean, that sounds, sounds pretty and solid. And the, the, the other button allows you to steal pop from other people's cities. Jesus, that sounds... Gosh, that sounds frustrating. Okay, some of these are snowball and frustrating. And we'll we'll see when it actually plays out, but some of these feel really frustrating to deal with. Um, that's for sure, as the opponent of, of said action. That that would be frustrating to deal with. Yeah, kid, you're, you're kidnapping. That's actually what it is. You're kidnapping people and, yeah. and bring them into your city. It's like, okay, now yeah. get to work. That's Mine. so bad. Oh, my God, that's yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. The science one allows you to convert all production and gold gold uh, in a city into science. So you just psycho like super science mode on a city. I see. Um and the production one, I think, does the same thing, except you convert all gold and science into production. Um, that seems seems pretty solid. That seems pretty solid. So yeah, like those ones seem useful yeah, if, you, sure. if you if you want to do that. Um, so yeah, I, I I my biggest problems with the game right now is like I ran into some bugs that sure. I think you did too with like being able to move units and like some some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the balance is just absolute nonsense but again that seems to be maybe their mo a little bit and also it's still early balance is not a thing they think about uh early on like almost i'd say a little bit less than four, four months, months right yeah a little yep. bit less than four months so there, there's time um, to make those adjustments yep the ui the ui could use a little bit of work and um i'm not sure how i feel about the civics system like i like the base of it yeah, but I don't like how the the way you earn civics feel like random pop ups. Yeah, it's like, oh, here you have access to this civics choice now. I feel like there should be at least clues or events or something that lead you towards getting civics because right. they just like they just happen. It's like, oh, you're at war, so you got the war based one where you talk about your army composition or. Sure thing. You know, I I played a game where my religion was really strong, so I got all these religion ones. But then I bunked my own religion because there was a civics choice that popped up that was called irreligion. (laughs) And it's like, if you picked either one of the choices, 
you decided that your society was non-religious mm-hmm. and gotcha. it just bunked your entire religion. I was like, wait, gotcha. my religion was really good. Why did you give me that choice? Get destroyed. Stop. Get destroyed. Game. Get Please. Destroyed. The game said no. <laughs> you do not ha- get religion anymore. So, yeah, I I like the, the social axis thing that they have going on with, like, your choices affect the social axes of your of your culture. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I like the the general way that civics were like, hey, do you want this or this? Do you want professional soldiers or hires? Do you want, you know, this, you know, these different things? I like that, but I don't like how the civics are random pop-ups sure. or they feel like random pop-ups. So okay. yeah, we'll I'm, see where they go yeah, with that. Definitely. I th- there is some potential here, though. There really is, is I think so. I, I do think that's the reason why I'm I'm keeping the pre order up is there's there's some potential here. I'm I'm hoping they do another one of these dev periods. I'm sure they will. Yeah, there's already more. been this was the third one, I think, if you count the Stadia one, which probably not that many people played because it was exclusive to Stadia. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh the first one was there was one um thing where you actually kinda got to play like thirty turns. Okay. But the others were just in the first one. Most of it was just combat scenarios. They were like short little, co- like pre-crafted combat scenarios, just to test out the combat. Sure. Um, but yeah, I hope. I think there will either be one more, or there won't be another one. That would be my guess. I hope it's one more where they just let you play the full game. Yeah, play the whole game, basically, just like more like a, a desk, straight a straight up demo. I yeah. hope they do. I hope they do. Or like maybe one where you get to pick your avatar character a little bit more. I hope they do that. That'd be nice to see. Just, again, get more information. But, um... Yeah. I think the game has potential. I'm I'm, I'm interested for sure. We'll, yeah, we'll see how I, it goes in April. I, I like, um... Amplitude in general. Uh, I didn't love Endless Legend, to be honest. I like some of the ideas they did with it. But I really liked Endless Space, which mm. were their... Uh, sci-fi, sci-fi 4X, um... Games... And yeah, I agree. I think the game has a lot of potential. I'm definitely going to get it. I like what I've seen so far. There are some things that need some work and some things that I don't love about it, but mm-hmm. overall, I like what they're doing. I like that they're not just straight up copying Civ and they're doing some They're some doing some extra things. stuff. No, I, I doing like that. some different different things with it. Um, and I'm sure like all their games, there will be expansions where they add... I don't know if they're going to add new eras or new cultures or if they're just going to add more mechanics to the game. We'll mm-hmm. see what they do. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there will be expansions for the game after it comes out because they always have a lot of expansions for their games. So. Sure. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Hopefully we can... Like I guess hopefully I can ro- try into joining. I'm sure Dodge might be interested too in joining. Yeah, probably. Likes it. So, okay. Uh... Let's um let's shift gears a bit. Let's uh let's make try go to sleep for a little bit. Let's talk about Genshin real quick. Yeah. So not too much not uh, too much today, I don't think. Yeah. Try, get your pillow, get your blanket. The We've had more time with the update. I don't know how far you are into the update. Can I just can I say one thing about this update, by the way? Yeah. It's like kind of annoying to get this sword upgraded. <laughs> it, 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 I'm 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 like having trouble upgrading the sword, like through the event stuff. Like, actually farming the materials to get all the different acts, I guess. I've had some trouble kind of just, like, roaming around farming everything. It's, um, 
it, it's been kind of tough for me to to get this all done. So that's one thing I want to point out already with this new update. It's like farming these materials has not been easy for me. I'm still farming for them. It takes me a while. Yeah, I think you need to play each section of the event like like 15 to 20 times to like buy out the shop. It's cr- um, it's it's a lot. Like I'm I can't even get past the first step of this thing with collecting the crystals. I'm still collecting the crystals. Oh, that's just a passive thing. Oh, the passive yeah, thing. Yeah. But the passive thing is still a part of is still a part of this. It, it is a part of it to some degree. Yeah. Um, to upgrade. No, that you you mean like the the rhyme fragments and the rhyme yes. crystals that you yes. start with? Yeah. Yeah, that you just have to explore Dragon Spine and kill stuff because those just drop off enemies. And so it, it takes a long time. Yeah. That no, that one took a while for me as well to get all, all of it, but. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's just one of those things that's just, that'll happen. That's not something you can really, I mean, I guess you could grind for it if you just go around killing everything. I'm, that's what I've been doing as a part of this. That's what I've been doing. And, okay, so what are your overall thoughts, now that we've had more time to, to play this update, what are your thoughts regarding the the event itself? And the new area. Let's kind of break this up into two bits. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start? I think we. The... I think we have to start with the. Let's start with the area. Let's just start with the area. Yeah. So dragon spine. Yeah. Let's start with dragon spine. Um, overall, I really like it. I, I like the aesthetic of it. I don't. I don't find the the cold temperature mechanic that um restrictive or that imposing. Mm-hmm. Like it. It builds up over time, but not that quickly. There's plenty of places to stand and heat yourself back up. You do, you do need some, um, you know, you do need to have a pyro character in your party to light torches and stuff like that. Yep. Um, you know, I I main Deluke, so that makes it easy for me. His skill has a really short cooldown, and you get three swings with it when you sure do it. Does. So yeah, sure does. He's great for it. Yeah. Hey, Dodge and Blue, by the way, thanks for. Thanks for showing up. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's it's that bad. And there are some like craftables and recipes and stuff that can further decrease the buildup of the the sheer cold, mm-hmm. as it call as it's called. Yeah, yep, sheer cold. Yeah. Um, and even when it maxes out, you don't actually die that, that fast from it. That's true. Um, That's true. And it's also it's not like your whole party dies at the same time. It's only your active characters, so you could just be dying with one character and then swap to a different one, and then you get their whole health bar too. So true. Obviously, it's you know by nature of the mechanic, it's annoying, but mm-hmm. I don't find it that bad personally. Okay. And the area, uh, you like the area too. The, the I like the area. Out. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Maybe I would have liked to see an actual new enemy type as opposed to just like variants of old yeah, enemy okay. types. Yeah, okay. I was about to say there, but then, yeah, it's just variants. Yeah. I mean, there's like a new version of the giant robot, a new version of the giant, um, the giant hilly churl, and then yep. variants of all the different hilly churls and slimes. And the I guess there's like one Fatui mage lady. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, I mean, that's also a that's variant, a variant. Of, yeah, the, a variant. of the Electro, of the Electro mage. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would like to see an actual new, new enemy, um, variant, um, but 
I, I had fun exploring the area, you know, the same Genshin uh, play cycle of going around collecting chests, killing enemies, collecting the, the crim- in this it's the crimson agates, but they're the same as the, you know, Animoculus or the Geoculus, yeah. yep. um, and upgrading the, the tree. Um, the rewards have been pretty good. They've been great. To be honest. The rewards um, been great decent amount of primos when you upgrade the uh the tree to certain levels you actually get like a fate there's an intertwined fate in there maybe a couple i don't remember there's a quaint fate for sure there was a level that had intertwined fate as well oh really oh i got to look again um so yeah overall i mean i i think it's a really it was a good you know it's a good update to the game it's it's it wasn't a huge amount of content I'm pretty much back at the point where I'm kind of in maintenance mode with oh, the game. Okay. I kind of just do my do have, my dailies. Have you fully and... leveled up the tree? No. Okay. But but you get to a point I think at level eight where you unlock what's called Crimson Wish, mm-hmm. where um there are like five markers that show up on the map that you you can go to each of them, do a quick event, whether it's a challenge or a battle or whatever, and you'll get one crimson agate mm-hmm. so you'll get five but you can only do those once a week so oh so you have to okay that's I, I don't think annoying. i've i don't okay. think i've collected i don't think i've collected all of all of them that are to actually be found on the mountain but i think i have most of them okay so i'm kind of at a point where i'm just gotta wait for those i think i'm at i'm at nine level nine or ten i want to say on the tree so oh, okay you're pretty far out of tree, out of twelve yeah, you're pretty so, far in the tree. Then I don't think I'm that far. It'll probably take me a couple more weeks of farming the that crimson wish thing to to max it I out. I see. I see. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. those are my thoughts. I think it's I think it's a cool area. I liked okay. it. I I, en- I enjoyed you know going around playing it playing it for a few days and getting getting back into Genshin and then spending all of my XP tickets up upgrading my characters upgrading to level characters. ninety when I finally hit AR fifty. Yep. Um, that that's a grind. I'm, I got some characters to level eighty uh, yesterday, so I was happy about that. Um, so okay, I really like this area. The snow mountain is really nice. It, it, it looks great. I, I I do like even the enemy enemy variants. I like them. I think they're pretty solid. Yeah, no, they're there. It's, it's a nice area. Exploring has been fun. The new area. I'm gonna hard disagree on this sheer cold mechanic. I hate it. I hate it more <laughs> than life itself. I hate everything about it. Everything that happens with sheer cold, it's like I'm I'm it's like I'm slowly being I'm I'm being slapped in the face. It's it's horrible. I hate this mechanic. I hate this mechanic because every time I go into a battle with like a big enemy and there's no fire to be found, I'm just taking hits over and over and over again by this sheer cold mechanic. And this mechanic has I almost like went ballistic with this mechanic. I was fighting the big hilly churl variant, the yeah. ice one. Yeah. And I've got, I, I mean, I have a pyro character and so I'm fighting this thing. And it, there are like some fires nearby, but I'm not using Deluke right now. And so I'm trying to light these fires, but this thing is just beating the crap out of me. And I'm like trying to deal with the sheer cold mechanic. And my character, Kaching. When she uses any of her abilities, she puts out that fire because an electro it, will it, put out the it, fire. It, over, it overloads the fire. And it You're absolutely yeah. right. So I'm overloading the fire 
turning it back on with Shin Yang's ability, which, by the way, is not a short cooldown, no. while dealing with Sheer Cold, while dealing with this Hilly Churl. This mechanic can burn in the deepest pits of hell. I hate this thing. It is. I hate it so much. It's like somehow they found a way to to frustrate me. And it, for for anybody thinking, just don't use electric. Oh, okay. I'll just not use my best character that is set up to do damage on this thing because the mechanic said no, no. Like I, I I've like. You also can't I, use hydro, by the way, because water obviously oh, yeah, puts out the heal. stupid fire. You want to so. heal? Oh, no, can't heal because it's putting out the fire if you're next to it. <laughs> so, ah, uh, uh, I hate it. I hate the mechanic. The new area is great. I like exploring it. I, I like everything about this area. But this mechanic, if this mechanic was like a thing, you can bet I'd, I'd have thrown it out. I just thrown it out. I hate I hate it so much. I just I hope they never bring this back. I hope they 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 never bring something like this back. It has caused me so much frustration during these fights. That is all I have to say about this mechanic. I, I'm sure back. there's going to be a desert area at some point where it's you know super heat. Oh, uh, and if it is, I'll hate it. I'll hate it. Overheat. I hate it. I'll hate it. I'll hate it so much. And I'll just be like, okay, why why do we do this? Like some of the other games too. Like Breath of the Wild had this kind of thing where in order to go up the the mountain, the hot mountain, I forgot what it was called. Um, you, you, you had to have certain gear or you had to do certain things, but I don't know why, but it was less frustrating than this. I don't know what it is. It is like less frustrating somehow. So that's all I have to say about this new mechanic. Yeah. I'm literally die. the opposite. I hated it in breath of the wild and I don't mind it in Genshin. It's so know. crazy. Cause like, I, I don't know what it is. I hate it in this. It's just so frustrating to deal with. Especially in big fights, um, but I love the new area. New area is great. Uh, I love everything about it. It's it's been super cool exploring it. Um, okay, uh, let's talk. Okay, the event. So the event in particular. I I think I feel like I've said my piece. It's hard to like level up certain parts of the the sword because it's a part of this event, and there's only like seven more days left of it too. It, it ends in like a week. I was looking at the timer. It looked like it ended in six days. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not gonna finish this thing. It's I'm not gonna be I'm, able to finish it. I am I am maxed out on the event up to this point. There's one more section that unlocks. I think tonight, tonight? actually, maybe tomorrow, or maybe That's tomorrow, crazy. the I'm fourth like... and final section of it unlocks. Um, I don't know. If yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, it. I've I've bought it. Like I'm maxed out on the sword up to this point, and I've bought out all the event shops um, up to this point. So, but I I played Genshin a lot last week when once the update came I out see. once i finished okay. 13 sentinels and the update came out Genshin was was my main game for a few days especially it. like over the weekend i played it a lot so maybe so oh and and yeah and also just to answer for for try i'm behind partly because i wasn't playing genshin as much last week and that's when the event dropped and the event yeah. really only lasts 14 days i want to say yeah, so two weeks. so fact of the matter is i'm i was like i'm basically four to five days behind and because i haven't really fully explored this this area like i'm i've explored a good portion of it yesterday but i'm not fully explored at all like i'm still i'm still going through it and again it's because i i like doing the battle pass stuff 
I like doing um, other things to level up characters. Like, I'm not fully in... I wasn't fully in on the event until a couple days ago. So that's why I'm so far behind. Yeah, because auto plays so suboptimally. I do. I do play suboptimally. Absolutely do. I I plan on leveling up Amber as well. Uh, I'm... Um, there will be a day when when I will use her more often. Good. Yeah, she's, good luck. She's so. Bad. I, ho- I so hope they. Zhang Li's going to get a buff again. I think he's going to get buffed again. Yeah, they're supposedly <laughs> going to buff Zhang Li again. Like, um, oh my god! Everyone has been asking them for them to buff Amber because I think on the tier list she's the only she's the worst character. She's the oh, only yeah, she D, she's the only D tier character like. Traveler and Lisa are like C tier, Amber's D tier, and then you know. I don't know what the tier list is for Genshin. Oh, here's here's one. There's some there's some characters in here. There's a char- there's some characters in here I use quite a bit. Oh yeah, so Zhongli is currently I think the no because Jean and Kaching are are not S tier, but there's like oh Bennett's S tier on this. One. I'm looking at a tier list and. Yeah. Yeah, Amber is the only D tier. Yep. Sub DPS Am- is what it says. <laughs> it's Amber, like bad DPS. Amber's Amber's D tier. C tier is kind of who you expect all the free characters. Kaya, Lisa, Noel, and Traveler. Right. Um B tier they have Barbara, Bado, or Bado, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Chong Yun, Sucrose, and Xin Yan. Mm-hmm. A tier Diona, Official Jean, Kaching, Ning right. Wong, Razor, Zhongling, and Zhang Li. And S- I didn't know Bennett was this good. I just refuse to use him. I just hate how he looks. He's such a tool. He, like, he does look ridiculous. Um. Anyways, I like the event. I don't like it as much as the um. No, Kaching isn't isn't S tier. No, she's not. She's not S tier. Um, I think she's really good, but like, there. I think there are just better DPSs. Yeah. Um. The one thing I like about this event, by the way, as opposed to the other ones they've done in the past, is it doesn't cost frickin' resin to open the chests. Yes, thank in the, God. In the event. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, like you don't have to. You don't have to spend your resin on the event. You can spend your resin doing the other, other things. things that you usually want to do to level up your characters. And exactly. Do the, do the um the three super bosses that exist for you know once a week. Um, right. Yeah. So. I'm glad it doesn't cost resin and you can just spam it, you know, if you wanted. So you could, since it doesn't cost resin, if you just had a day where you had time, you can just go in and just grind all the segments of the event and do them all at once, you know, when when you have time to do it, since it's not gated by resin, which is Mm -hmm. really nice. Um, The quest has not been as interesting as the, um, the official event, which is the one that was most comparable to this one because that mm. was like a big long quest chain and then like this one is um albedo's fine and there's definitely something about him that he's not telling us i think maybe i'm not sure how far along you are on the I, quest I'm, line. I, I am I, fi- I think i finished the quest line okay but he i think he definitely has some connection to the mountain or the the dragon well, he hundred like, percent does. He a hundred percent does. That he's not telling us that maybe we'll find out about in the event or at the end of the event or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, but yeah, I mean, he's not. But yeah, most of the event is just like, hey, there's this sword, and we need you to use it and see what it does. Which and again, you're just like, this sword kind of looks it. so ominous. Why are we using this again? <laughs> this yeah, use a... this big evil looking sword. Use the evil so... sword. It's like really, you... why? <laughs> Why are yeah. you using evil sword? 
so yeah, the the, que- the quest chain is. I think it's been pretty average as far as uh, Genshin Genshin goes. There's been a few that I that I really liked, but most of them are kind of just you know whatever. Sure. The fish the official one was kind of fun. Um, I like the just, official stuff, just yeah. just because official was just kind of funny. Um, but that one, I don't know. Some of the quests were a little draggy for me in mm-hmm. that one, like because part of it with Fischl is she was she was very wordy, and I, sometimes like Fischl, can you just shut up? Like, stop <laughs> we're, talking. We're trying to move the conversation along, Fischl. Thanks. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. I I think it's a, it's a solid event. The rewards have been good. Yeah, they have been um, good. Quite a lot of primo gems. You know, each segment of the event you can earn. Like 180 primo gems uh, for the those goals, those goals that they have on mm-hmm. the event. There's six, and you get 30 each, plus some mora. Um, so yeah, I think it's been a solid event. I'm glad that it doesn't cost resin to to farm the event. Yeah, that stupid. that would be so annoying. Just be so frustrating if we had to use resin on it. Like some some other stuff, they required resin. So that that's definitely a positive that they just thank God they took that away. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's all I have to say. Like, I'm I'm behind on it just because I was. I mean, I started late. At some point, I'm sure I'll, I'll get you know finish up on it. I was planning on playing later, but we'll 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 see. Um. Anyway, uh, I guess we can sort of mention we we were gonna mention this, but I don't know how long you want to talk about it for. Um, this is not Genshin related, by the way. So I don't know if you you want to yeah, add anything else. Yeah. Genshin talk is, is over. Okay, I just if you wanted to add anything, you're you're more than welcome to. No. But so this week, um, during the weekend, is AGDQ, and it's the online oh, yeah. one again. I didn't know if you wanted to add anything regarding this particular topic, just sort of to say that it it's happening this weekend. Uh, I know that, like for example, I think a couple of people who are a bit more ingrained in here than than me were like didn't even remember or know that this was going to happen this weekend i didn't watch the last one too much the online one but i it, it seemed like there was obviously some tech issues but it didn't seem like it was was it disastrous i mean i i don't i don't know if it was disastrous but it seemed like there definitely were tech issues expect tech issues here also i don't know how much money they raised on the last one typically every one of these gdqs breaks their previous record um for the, i would say for the most part um but it seemed like yeah it seemed like it was fine i didn't hear anything about it so if anybody is interested in watching again it'll be starting on sunday in the morning and i'm just looking at the first day in particular um the the link is in the doc by the way if you want to check take a look yep just wanted to see if there's anybody in here uh the pre-show which i i highly encourage people to ignore because can I just say one thing about GDQ? I, I think they, some part of me, like, do they think they're funny at times? Like, there are some times where they think they're funny, and it's terrible. It's, it's like, really bad humor. Yeah, no, I... And I'm just like, you, you guys need to maybe just stop trying so hard. Just stop trying so hard. Let the humor, let the humor just come naturally. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, they... They, they force humor the, a little bit too much now. I think the pre-show is largely okay. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I the the I hate the. I, I don't want to say this because I'm sure he's a he's a fine person, and you know they do what they do. But um, I hate the prize guy. I just I don't know who that is. 
I think his tag is sent or something like that. Okay. But his like his joke his jokes are just so bad during the prize when they're talking about the prizes. Like, He's so I'm I'm sorry. Okay. I just I, I, I yeah. To be honest, there's no need I to find apologize. Him, I find him so annoying on the prize segment. I'm sorry, there's, dude. If you ever watch this, I'm so sorry. I, but I, get, ugh, I hate the jokes. There's no need to apologize. Like to be honest, every time I watch these GDQs now, they do like these sections like at the beginning before they start. They have like these periods where they try to make these jokes, and I'm just like, part of me just wants to say, guys, stop forcing these jokes. Yeah, just, just just have a natural come. conversation, and come. if you say something Please. funny, like naturally, it'll be funny. It'll you be know? good. Like, like naturally, you guys will be good, but you're forcing too much. Yeah. That's all I have to say regarding that. This is like every time I watch now, I feel like, oh, this joke was terrible. It's like, yeah, you don't need to be a you don't need to be a stand up comedian and have like you written your jokes written down and stuff. It's like because some on, of those just... guys like they can be humorous, like just on their own. Like yeah. Spike, for example, he can be funny without forced comedy on, yeah, on him. No. He can do it. <laughs> you don't need to to force it. Just let it happen. It'll be funny if you just do it naturally. That's that's how it's gonna work. So yep. I, I hope they let it. They won't do it, but I hope they they fix that. I just want to point out I have Dragon Age Origins here at two p.m. I think that's actually put for local times. So that's two Pacific. Uh, there's a Dragon Age Origins run. It's supposed to take an hour. It's supposed to take an hour to play through. An that's, hour. That's crazy. I'm curious. I kind of want to watch that. It's like, how do you beat that in an hour? Exactly. How does that work? I'm I'm sure there are skips. I'm sure there's there are skips. there's some kind of skip. Sure. Yeah, they, they will not not be playing the whole game. There's some kind of skip. They're not gonna, yeah. They're not gonna play that game, but I'm, I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna play the game. They're not probably gonna not. Play that game. They're, they're probably not gonna play the game. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're gonna figure out some way to, to cheat that. Mega Man X Five is being played. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Whoever's playing that, if the person playing that says they're a fan of that game, I think I'll just burst out laughing. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? <laughs> you are? You sure? <laughs> <laughs> that one really that one um are there any others here that you're you're looking at i'm trying to see if they have a kh one actually there's no there's no uh, kingdom hearts really uh, this time uh diablo 3 is interesting they've done diablo 2 a heck of a lot but i don't think i've ever seen diablo 3 that one might oh, be interesting. interesting to see yeah um Let's see. Scrolling down here. Yeah, we're just taking a look. I, I'll I'll switch actually to the other screen so people can can kind of see with us. Let me let me swap over here. Uh, so H- Hades, Hades is a bonus game. That makes sense. Yep, I um, see bonus game too. Hades. Yep. Uh, Golden Sun, no save and quit. Oh boy. Um, I see that. That's yep. at five in the morning, so won't be watching that live. Woo! <laughs> Woo. Uh, I see Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Uh, I haven't played that one, or um, no, not Insane Trilogy. Um, I played that one. I, I meant the new one. I was curious to see if they had the new one in here at all. Which was um, which one was that one? It was Out of Time or something like that? Um, Halo Three right. ODST. Oh boy. Mark Michael Jordan. Wait, wait, wait. There was a Michael Jordan one. Hold on. Hold on, try, hold on, I will find that for you. Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan Chaos in the Chaos Windy City? No. It's at 1.25 a.m. Pacific time, but that's... that's That sounds like an awful block game, but... That knows. sounds great. <laughs> I want to look this up now. 
Speed Courage just said speedrunners tend to hate the games they run. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Holy moly. Um, Ratchet and Clank go in commando by uh by Zem. Zem's a great guy. We've well we had him on uh on the Mary, when we did the Mary yeah. cast. Yep. I um, see that. Yeah, I don't think that's awful block either. Just looking at what's around it, mm-hmm. um, they're doing Skyward Sword again. Maybe they did they find a new skip for Skyward Sword because I feel like they did Skyward Sword relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, gymnast uh, will be back with more Skyward Sword. He's a really um, he's good. He's a good commentator. Interesting. Um, they probably found another skip for it because yeah, it's lower. Uh, Pokemon Platinum, any oh. percent glitchless by Etchy. Oh. Etchy is a um, he mostly know. runs Pokemon now, but he uh, I did talk to him a little bit. He did run Cage Three in the past, so um, that's Thursday. I see that's Thursday at nine a.m. Pacific yeah. time. Um, bonus game for Halo Three. Oh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. At, yeah, I see uh, that. 6.43 on Right here on Thursday. Thursday again, yep. So, yeah, that one... That one could be interesting. It's that, a two-hour... Yeah, that, that's, that's not a, this is not a bad schedule, like, just looking through it. Um, uh, Final Fantasy Seven, mm-hmm. Yakuza 6, SMS, okay, Luigi's Mansion. We're just going... Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos. In- interesting. Okay, Warcraft Night- 3. Yeah. Night Elf 1. Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Scooby-Doo, Night of a Hundred Frights. There we go. We've got it. So, yeah, I mean, GDQ is always always fun. Um, It's usually one of those things where there's not that much I'm particularly interested in watching, but it's a nice thing to have on in the background if you're ever bored for a bit and just throw it up, watch a bit. Um, Absolutely. Always a good time. Always nice when GDQ comes around. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I, I, I hope that for for regardless of the, the kinds of things that, that happen and people talk about specifically the scoops. The scoops. Uh, I mean they're they're raising money for charity. Like yep. ultimately we, we do want them to, to succeed in that regard. So if you're interested in watching some of those runs, uh, we had a schedule for it on our dock. I figured figure maybe it's a good idea to post it here too. So if you're curious about looking through the schedule, feel free. So at this point in time, unless you had anything else to add about GDQ. Nope. Then we wanted to kind of discuss some of the games that we liked that we played this year. These are not new release games. I want to, well, let's, let's, let's separate that. These are just games that Spoon and I have played that we really enjoyed this year. So, do you want to go first, Spoon, or do you want to like alternate? Maybe we alternate let's go, yeah, our let's list. Al- okay, let's alternate. Let's alternate. So, I'm going to I'm going to go first because I'm selfish. Go for it. So I'll start from the from my my honorable mentions or games that I haven't finished but I like. So I literally picked this from your list and I totally forgot about it and I feel so sad forgetting about it. Yeah, I actually forgot about it too and then I, I saw it so sitting on top of I bad. saw it sitting on top of my PS4. I was like, "Oh yeah, I played that this, this year. That was pretty fun." So, the game I'm talking about is Soccer Wars. And Soccer Wars I saw was on your honorable mentions too and I'm stealing it because this game was really entertaining for me. This was an entertaining game. I had a lot of fun with it. I I think I want to say you agree as well. This was just like a fun game to 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 play. Yeah. The, the combat was like 
it was like mediocre to it was it not was particularly great. It was it was but, whatever. But was, everything else there. about this game was really enjoyable, and I I I really I really just liked the characters and and interacting with them. So that that's all I have to say about that one. Yeah, um, unfortunately, uh, I can't say it was super memorable since we both forgot about it. It wasn't, and but I kinda... really liked it kind of saw it but yeah when i thought of it, i was like yeah I, I enjoyed that game it's not definitely not a top five mm-hmm. contender but it was fun it was enjoyable um as you said the combat is not spectacular by any means but no. the characters and the dialogue were kind of fun it was kind of it was kind of memey it had some good moments here and there it sure um, did well there's there, yeah, it, there were some pretty monkey-ass moments as well i just want to point that out there were some oh, I mean, moments, of course it's it's a freaking hair it's a harem game of particularly with one of the characters that was we're not going to oh, say it oh, oh azami <laughs> azami we're, we're we we i hard avoided that <laughs> just avoid yep. nope we're not doing this so that that one for sure was kind of weird but um the other honorable mentions that i had i'm just going to go through them quickly just because they're honorable mentions a, a try courage no stop please stop Yikes. please stop try courage please stop uh, and uh ac valhalla is one i'm playing now i like it but i'm not going to put it on top five because i haven't finished it same thing with ff7r i haven't finished it but i do like it and i i put stardew valley in here because we started playing it again i forgot that that game can be kind of fun and relaxing with with a couple people it, it, it's enjoyable and i'm i'm curious about this new update so i'm putting it on here for now waiting to see i, I couldn't think of any like other particular games outside of those that I really felt strongly about to put on a list. Um, there are some games I want to mention that are disappointing to me that I played this year, but I'll mention it at the end. So okay. I'll let you go ahead. Um, I guess I'll start with my honorable mentions as well. Um, and for me, I'll just list them off real quick. Uh, I have Genshin Impact. I have Crusader Kings 3, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, Soccer Wars, which we already talked about, and Ghosts of Tsushima. Um, all of these games were good and fun in their own right. Um, Genshin, I've gotten a lot of time out of, but I mean, it suffers from being a gotcha game. It's very grindy. Um, and the game is, you know, it's an ongoing game, so it's incomplete, basically. Of course. Constantly updating it and ending, but I've gotten plenty of time out of it. I like the game a lot. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, so yeah, Genshin's fun and we talk about it almost every we talk about at often. this point at least a little bit on the podcast um crusader kings 3 you know i got it at a time where i don't remember like i didn't have anything that i was really playing that much and i saw ign's review of it i think they actually gave it a 10 out of 10 or something like that it was either no. a nine or a 10. it got an insane <laughs> it like, got God, an insane review <laughs> um and i looked into it a little bit i was like okay this looks pretty fun kind of complex um, but yeah, I got into it, and uh, yeah, that, that game was fun. I guess my big issue with it is obviously that the complexity of the game, and sure. B, I don't know how you ever finish a game of that. Like I, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I played. I, I played. A, I played a campaign for I don't even know how long, like ten, fifteen, twenty hours, and I got through like maybe fifty to a hundred years, and you know. It's... You need to play if you start at the later start date. You need to get through like three to four hundred years to get. It's just like a campaign display takes an insanely long time to get it through. It sure does. 
That is um, that is a game I will say is not meant to be finished <laughs> ever. You just play it and play it and play it and just yeah. mess around and have fun. And maybe I don't know. Maybe to finish you need to go to like speed five and just like fast forward through most of it. But I'm such a micromanager that like I will never finish. Ever. Like I'm I'm too opt I'm too quote unquote optimal. Like I just like mm. to micromanage way too much. So yeah, I like it, but um, it wasn't quite a, a top five for me. Sure. Um, Melody of Memory, I mean, we've talked about it, I'm not gonna go on and on about it, but I think it's a, it's a fun rhythm game. Um, okay. it was nice to have a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game, because Kingdom Hearts does have great music. Um, it has some issues, which I've talked about in the past, with chart readability, mostly. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think it's really fun, anyone who likes rhythm games and or Kingdom Hearts music should give it a shot. Um, Soccer Wars we already talked about, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I didn't actually finish. I kind of got, I guess, I don't know about bored is the right word, but I got burnt out on it a little bit, mm-hmm. like part part way through the game, and I just kind of stopped playing it at one point. But yeah, I... I still think it was it was really fun. Uh, the combat was really good. The island was beautiful. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Yep, open world games can do that. You can get. I don't want to say. Fat- Maybe fatigue is a good term for it. You can sometimes just get a little bit tired of it and want to step away for a while. Uh, I, I've definitely had that with some open world games. So that's that. That's not necessarily something that, I mean, I wouldn't say that's uncommon. At least for me, it's not. I, I do that. I do that quite a bit. Yeah. So, okay. We've gone through our honorable mentions. So I'll go through my bottom number five tier. And so for, for me... I, I did put them in this order. I do believe this is my order of these. So when I say these, this is my order. So number five, at the very bottom, I'm actually going to put... I This year, I played Far Cry 5 on stream a little bit. Uh, I, I think I played it for about a week or two on stream, and I, I think I finished it off stream, I want to say, because I just wanted to get through the game and and finish that up to to move on to other things. But this game was pretty fun. I, I do I do enjoy it. It's an open world game and it's in the style of a first person shooter. The the guns work out pretty well. The exploration, I, I really like it. It's it's set in Montana. I love the wilderness. It's a beautiful wilderness. The the mountains are pretty. I won't say the story was particularly overwhelming. That that's not really the case here. It's a very simple story. You're you're stuck on this part of Montana and a cult is trying to well they're they're taking over the the county that you're in because their leader thinks it's the the end of the world so he's he's like basically bringing people into this cult capturing killing people and your your task is to stop them but inevitably your entire uh group that you're with which is this police force ends up getting captured and you have to like get them back and the way to get them back is to take over subsequent territories. You take them back from the cult. Again, I, I enjoyed it. The story, again, is not memorable, really, beyond what I just said. But I think the, the dialogue sequences are funny. It's got it's got humor in it, which I like. There's some decent humor. Uh, definitely a, a fun game. It, I picked it up for $10. So it was an outstanding $10 game. If If it's on sale now or if you could ever get this game for like $10 or... Or close to that. It's it's and if you like any any open world games and you're you're moderately interested in shooting games. This this might be a good one to pick up. So, 
anyway, that's that's what I have for, for number five is Far Cry 5. All right. Um, also, just disclaimer, um, all, most of you who watch this thing regularly know me by now. Um, I love JRPGs and all five of my top all five, five of them are JRPGs. JRPGs. It's like, <laughs> I looked at this. <laughs> when you mentioned I looked at this, I was like, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> nope, not even a little bit. Um, I mean, it's mostly what I play, to be honest. Like, I don't play that much stuff other than JRPGs, to be honest. So, um, all right, number five. Um, this game did not come out this year, but I did play it this year. Um, and it's East, it's East Eight Lacrimosa of Donna, which um, we've talked about East in the past. It's Nihon Falcom's other series um, to Trails being their kind of story based one. These are action RPGs. Um, it's a good one. And this one was their first foray into full like 3D. Uh, I don't, I don't remember if it came out in like 18 or, I don't exactly remember when this game came out. But um, this game is great. I don't really. I mean, the the, the story was actually a big surprise for me. I wasn't, ex, I wasn't um expecting too much out of the story as these are just kind of general kind of hack hack and slash type action RPGs. Um, and the story really surprised me in this game. I thought it was really good. It didn't knock my socks off or anything like that, but pleasantly surprised with the story um mm-hmm. in this game um yeah you have a, like a you're kind of stranded on an island and you are you just explore the island you're looking for survivors you're looking for resources to try and get off the island and um yeah eventually you kind of uncover this whole thing with this like um ancient civilization right. and this character named donna and these uh dinosaurs they call primordials that are kind of like invading and taking over the island and you have to deal with with all of this but a really fun game again if you're looking for a kind of just fun action rpg um and even though it is east eight that you don't really need to know anything about the previous seven games to, and you don't need to have played the previous seven games to, to mm-hmm. play this one. They are the game. The, the series is designed as each game is like a, a chapter in a diary or chronicle of this adventurer named Adol. He's the main character. Um, so each game is kind of its own thing. They are interconnected in some ways where you can kind of order like the, yeah, have the order of when the adventures happen, but other than that, they are... Yeah, the connections aren't relevant within within each game. Occasionally, there will be a character that shows up again in a... Mm-hmm. in a Like, this this game, I think, has, like, one or two characters who are cameos, and there's a, there's a couple of uh, characters that are from, like, all the games, like the main like the main character, and his and his stout follower, Dogi. Dogi, oh my gosh, um, Dogi. A Dogi nuke. Dogi nukes. Um, but yeah, great game. Um, it's um, I'm sure it's on sale on Steam right now. I don't sure know how, how how much it is, but uh, I highly recommend it. Definitely, uh, definitely give East Eight a shot. It's a good game. Yeah, it, it's a good game. It's very fun. So, number four. This is number four for for me. You mentioned an honorable mention, so I don't want to go into detail. But I thought Crusader Kings was a wonderful game. To the point where I, it was like w- one of the better strategy games I've ever played. It's so enjoyable. It the, this like sim game, you're 
they added an update. I didn't get to play it. I, I haven't played the game. I want to play it again at some point soon. Where you get to create your own um, leader, mm. and you get to supplant a, a, a leader in a in a different kingdom, and that's your okay. leader. Th- this game is so. There's so much to this game. Yeah, at first you, 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 you play it a couple once you play it a couple times it becomes far easier to understand the main components of it at first you're overwhelmed but i will say after a couple playthroughs it starts to feel more obviously more intuitive and that's definitely something you want in a game it it's it's something where picking up and playing it the first time is the challenge but once you overcome that learning curve it it becomes like a far more interesting game of okay can i plan my next couple steps and what does that look like i think this is this is a game that if you're like a a type of we'll say if you're the type that enjoys a game like chess this this has some qualities that can feel you're you're playing a chess game with your territory you can start off anywhere on on the map in europe or I think I would say maybe Western Asia. You can start in Africa and Northern Africa. There is some really cool stuff happening in this game, and there's a lot of customization with how you can play it. This this game was really fun for me. So if you're anywhere interested in like a strategy, just macro heavy, but with some micro involved game, a game where you just like play it and you never stop playing it because it takes so long to finish one particular playthrough. You just keep playing it. This game is really fun. There's a lot to it, and I I loved it. So that's all I'll say about it. Yep. Um, my number four is um might be a bit surprising. It is a JRPG, but it's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Some people might be surprised to see this this low uh, on my list. Um. But yeah, I mean, we again, we've talked about it quite a bit in the past. I haven't played the original Final Fantasy VII, but I think they did a great job with this game. It's gorgeous, the music's great. They did a good job translating the combat, but I do think there are some frustrating things about the combat, mainly that enemies don't stagger ever, mm-hmm. which is stupid when it's an action, mostly action combat system. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think we've talked about it enough in the past. I don't. I don't think I'll. I'll say anymore. I'm. I'm interested where they're going with this story. There's. They've definitely taken it off the rails, or there's the potential to really take it off the rails. And I think they would be stupid to do that. Mm-hmm. But if they add, like they did in this one, little twists and turns so that it's not exactly the same as the original, and there's a little bit of spin to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know people didn't like the plot ghosts, but I'm interested where they're going with it, and I think it could be really cool where they go with this story. Some of the theories I heard about it, which I'm almost certain from some of the stuff that I've heard that this theory was actually what's happening. It's, it's what is this? That's what the story is. Um, that I, I I think it could be really cool. I I don't want to spoil it because I know you're kind of planning on playing it unless you don't care. No, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing it. Let me, let me get through it first. Okay. Yeah. So I won't, I I won't, I don't think we should have any spoilers in here for any Yeah, You're right. Yeah. We, we won't go spoilers. So yeah, I'm interested where they're going with, with the story. 
Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's I think it's definitely worth playing. It was a it was a lot of fun. Yeah, not not super long as far as JRPGs go, to be honest. Um, so yeah. Okay. So that was number four for both of us. Number three for me, uh, I have a stipulation in mind. It's a very specific event. Uh, I put Destiny 2, but specifically the raid, when we did the 24-hour completion. That was like my one of my favorite game highlights I've had in a while. That was a really cool highlight. And it's Destiny 2 is a game like I, I hadn't played it since release. And I think it was... It was a game that I had written off for a long time. And then I was talking to Viss about this. I said, Viss, I want to play a game. How do you feel about Destiny? He's talked about it a lot. And I, I asked him if I could play a game that I kind of wanted to grind out a little bit. And so he mentioned Destiny 2 to me. And I mentioned to him that I'd be interested in playing it. And I tried it. And it helped that another person I know from the Tesla community, Ian Bits, played it. So... I got involved with them, and then I, I convinced TriCourage to play it, and TriCourage convinced Kuru, and I think one of my streams where we did the Crown of Sorrow ended up convincing him. But, um, yeah, this game was like, this This particular event was really good. This 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 thing that happened was really great. So I'm uh, this will be my number three for me, is this this Destiny 2, the new raid, and I'll, I'll, I'll hold it there for now. Okay. Uh, well, my number three is a game that I have talked about a lot in the past couple of weeks, and it's 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Um, this game really surprised me. It, it, it blew me away, you know, after I played it. I, I've talked about it enough in the past couple of weeks, so I'm, I'm not going to go go into it now. Um, awesome story, awesome characters. Again, the only thing that holds this game back a little bit, I think, is the combat, which isn't bad, but it's it's very eh. Kind of how I feel about, like, Soccer Wars combat, where it's just, like, it's there. It doesn't... Uh, yeah, It's more of a visual novel, so, like, yeah, maybe you don't want to consider this a, a JRPG. I don't think it is but... a JRPG. I think okay. it's a visual novel, well, but, but keep going. Yeah, so then my top five isn't all JRPGs, but it like it's all anime and it, yeah, it, it's super weeb. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. It's super weeb. So yeah, this game this game was awesome. the The story the story is just it's it's out of this world. The twists and turns are amazing. You are just your mind is gonna be going in a thousand different directions trying to put this whole thing together. And uh, yeah, play it if you like if you like that kind of like that kind of storytelling, but I think it's exceptionally well paced in this okay. game, which is what I've what I've said before. Um, please give it a shot. I know, like Try and Brea are planning on playing it after hearing me talk about it and watching my stream of it at least some. So, okay. um, yeah, give Thirteen Sentinels a shot. I know I it probably didn't sell very well, and I f I feel bad because it's 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 a borderline. It got nominated for an award I, at the Game it Awards. Did. It did, and I hope that got that got it some some press, some exposure, but yeah, some exposure and some press. That's one of the things that got me to to actually play it. Is Was like that? I saw it, I saw it nominated for best narrative, and I heard I watched some YouTube videos and like Co Co I think actually played through the whole game as well, and I was like, oh. Okay, this, this, this was, there's something here. This was a game that we had talked about briefly back in September when it came out, and I had mentioned it offhand. And 
it was one of those things where like, yeah, I'll come back to it at some point. And then, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's great. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Now we're on number two. I'm, I'm, I'm a worried about saying this one. I can, I'm already sensing <laughs> that somebody's blood pressure may increase. Yeah, no, definitely. I may get yelled at role. for this yeah, you're, and you're I'm ready for it. That. I'm ready to be yelled at. This game will, will definitely, I, I will get a baby rage on this and I'm prepared for it. Recall that I said destiny two was number three. I put Genshin impact as my number two. I've put a lot of hours into this game. I really like exploring this game I think it's it is a fun game to play. I'm really enjoying my time with it. I I I really am serious. I I like I do like it more than than playing Destiny. I am being honest. So this game is definitely my number 2. It's not number 1. My number 1 is actually a game I played probably early this year that I don't think anybody would remember I played early this year. And yeah, I think this game, Genshin Impact's fun. Yeah, the gotcha stuff kind of sucks, but yeah, I enjoy it. I, I love putting my time into this game. I put you know, maybe like 30 minutes to an hour almost every day. Not every day, but almost every day. This is this is fun. Oh, I should have said Fortnite. I screwed yeah, up. Fortnite. I should have said for, I should have said number one Fortnite. I should have I've said never, that. I've but never played it, but number one I is played Fortnite. one game Just of it, and it's already Fortnite. number one. <laughs> yeah. I should have done that. Was, that's on. I should have done that. Oh, man, I'm such a fool. But yeah, I think Engine Impact is really fun. I, I again, the gotcha sucks. Like I know for like for example with Ghost, like it's it's frustrating when gotcha doesn't you know go your way because the probability of getting good characters in the characters you want is really low. But the game itself, I like exploring it. I like yep. the design of these characters. The character designs I think are really fun. Some of them yeah. are great. Um, that was one thing that I was worried about when Genshin Impact came out. I was like, why aren't they using like why aren't they crossing over with other, you know, products with well-known characters and they're just doing their own character mm-hmm. designs. And now their character designs are great. I, they're pretty, I love they're them. good. I like them. So I think this game for me, it, I think it deserves to be number two. I think the only issue it has is the gotcha stuff outside of the gotcha stuff. I mean, obviously there are other minor things too, like the sheer cold mechanic um, <clears throat> being the worst. Then th- this game is fun. I still really like it. So, okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised with my top two, to be honest. Um, number two is Persona 5 Royal. Mm. Um, it's a re-release, re I suppose, expansion version of Persona 5, which came out three years ago. And I think that's the only reason that it's that it's not number one, because it's kind of the same game. They added a lot. They added a decent amount of new stuff. Um, but yeah, it's mostly the same game. Mm. But I mean, it's it's a super long game. It took me 125 hours to beat to beat Royal. Um, it's it's Persona Five. People, a lot of people love it. It's uh, the characters are great. the The story is pretty good. Uh, the new arc is actually really good, and the new characters are really good too. Mm. Um, and they made some a lot of really nice quality of life improvements to the gameplay. Um, so yeah, I didn't think Persona Five was already an amazing game, and I played it again this year, and I remembered, and I remember, I remembered 
how amazing of a game it was, and I was surprised that they could make such an amazing game like this much better with a re-release mm. so close to it. So I, I thought I was I liked the game enough that I was like, okay, I'm just, you know, I'm going to buy it. Babes basically buy the same game a second time. And I thought I was going to at some point be like, eh, that wasn't really worth it, but it's fine because it's P5 and I love it that much. No, P5 Royal is, in my opinion, general, genuinely worth paying another like $60 for to play the game again. Okay. So, yeah, P5R, amazing. That's all I have to say. Got it. My number one... um no one's prepared for my number one is a it's a game that i really do enjoy it's a it was really fun for me it kind of reinvigorated my interest and it's it's me defeating kuru in all of our pokemon challenges i beat him in every single one (laughs) he never defeated me i was the outstanding pokemon rando champion and i i distinctly recall he's saying that i was amazing um but seriously, my, my number one game is AC Odyssey. I freaking love that game. AC Odyssey actually reinvigorated my interest in the series. I, I didn't like Origins that much because of the crafting system. I thought Origins put way too much effort into making people want to go get crafting all the time. That was so annoying. So I wasn't 100% sure how I would feel about Odyssey. I had seen some stuff about it, and I ended up getting the game for um for xbox one and i had i had it i had held on to it for a while and i ended up deciding to play it this year and it was a really good it was a really good game i i really did enjoy it i I mean we got some emotes out of it uh met some new people from it it was it was really really great this was the narrative in the game i actually thought it was above average and that's saying something the the real world stuff I don't care about, but the in game narrative I thought was above average compared to other Assassin's Creed games. The I really liked Cassandra, the character that was meant to be the 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 main character, but you know Ubisoft was sexist at the time. And this game was really great. The the, the this does have some minor issues involving you know enemies being a bit too spongy, but. You, this game has some good qualities. Like, you could use stealth in this game. I didn't always do it, but you could use stealth in this game. The reason why I don't think Valhalla would make this list for me is because, uh, over Odyssey, is Valhalla doesn't feel like a good stealthy game. It feels like stealth in Valhalla is bad. Whereas in this game, in Odyssey, stealth felt like a really strong strategy. It's a tactic you could go with, and it would work out well. So, yeah, Odyssey is my number one. This game is really fun. This is one of the better Assassin's Creed games I've played. And that is saying something because my number one and two are probably AC2 and Black Flag. This one might be better than Black Flag for me. So, anyway, that's my number one. And I, I'm I'm glad I got some people with my Pokemon thing. I was thinking of that off the top of my head. And I was like, I did play Pokemon against Kuru <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. So, um, go, go ahead. And again, I think my number one will be no surprise after uh, hearing my previous ones. My number one is uh, The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4, which, um, again, hard to talk about without spoiling the other games. Um, the Trail series is great. It's some of the best world building and like character 
character development in any series I've ever played. They do an exceptional job with the storytelling and the world building. The combat is good. It's fun. Um, and yeah, this game was the end of the Cold Steel arc, which uh, there was there was a lot to it. There was a lot to wrap up. They didn't wrap up absolutely anything because there's going to be more more games after this. Um, but it was the culmination of the series after the up to this point, and it really didn't disappoint. They uh, the high the high moments were really good. Um, I guess there were a few decisions they made that I didn't particularly love. Um, I guess my biggest complaint about the series is that, like, no one dies, ever. Oh, okay, it's one of these games where, okay, it's it's one of these games. Even if you you think they die, they find a way to make them not die or bring bring them back, and it's kind of silly. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's like there's a there's a point where it's like oh, it's fine. Like you can you have like six thousand characters. You can kill off one or two of them. It's fine. It's fine. Like, Falcom, come on. <laughs> yeah, um, it's one of those games. Okay, I mean, but yeah. but overall, like the series is the series is amazing. Um, obviously, it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Um, but again, if you're marginally interested, um. They're all on Steam or PS4. I'm sure they're all on sale on Steam right now, both Trails in the Sky, which is the first arc of the story. But if you want to start with Cold Steel, that's where I started as well. I played Cold Steel 1 before I played any of the other games. So uh, Cold Steel 1 or Sky FC, which is first chapter, Sky 1, are good mm-hmm. starting points for this, the series. Um, yeah. Take a take a look on Steam if you're interested. They're very much uh, again the plot's good, but the 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 story is driven by the the characters and the uh, and the world building, which are yeah. exceptional in my opinion. So, yeah, that's that's my list. That's our list. Yeah, that's both our lists. So they're obviously like I feel like we we have a good mixture of games with both of our lists of maybe people's interests. Like people, if if you have differing interests these lists will have something in there, hopefully for everybody if, if they're interested. And the good news is I think plenty of the games that we've listed here are on sale in, in some way. And yep. if they're not on sale, they're, they're cheap, you know, normally cheap. If they're not on sale, they've come out maybe not this year, but like a couple of years ago. So you can get them at low cost. So that the, none of these games I think are, are going to be like all, all five of them are $60 to, to buy or like you have to have the ps5 or something like that you can just get these on potentially multiple platforms and at a discounted price which i think is also a benefit for people i and... said you had some some disappointments yes i did me. if you want to add to this you're, you're more than welcome to uh, i have two disappointments that i've played from this year um one of which i've i i've i feel like will be really obvious when i say it the other one may not be as obvious but i i just want to mention it anyway um, I've played another game like Destiny 2. It's called Division. Division 2, I, I played it. I, I largely thought it was an okay game. They had an expansion in March near when my birthday was. So I ended up buying it, and the game at that time was pretty cheap, so I tried to get some people to get it too. Of course, nobody's going to bite that bullet, really. But the game, the expansion overall, I'm just like disappointed in it. I, I feel like there could have been more to it. 
this was a game that I thought could have been at least an okay or an enjoyable experience getting a couple people onto it. And I felt like they could have improved. Like I heard so much about division one and how it was disappointing at first, but it did improve quite a bit over time. Some part of me felt, okay, Ubisoft's going to just take whatever the end of division one is and just package it up as division two. And it'll be a great experience building off what it was. And it just didn't feel that way. So I'm going to say that's a disappointing game. I would still play it. Like, I'd still think it's okay, but, like, if you're going to compare it to something like Destiny 2, Destiny 2 is obviously the better game. And then I'm going to say KH3. I'm disappointed in that game. Yeah, I mean... I I, I liked some... I liked the combat. I, I, I know people think it's, like, a little bit too floaty and such, but I like the combat. I, I, I was thinking about it, too. I, I thought the attraction mechanic was interesting, and then... The more you use it, though, the more it feels like, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit tired of using all these attractions like the merry-go-round and such. I, I, I don't think they should be, like, using it all the time. Um, yeah, I also thought the, the – the, I know, like, the culmination of the story was like, okay, we get all the characters back and then as one big group we, we, we take, you know, we take our big baddie on who apparently is a portal for some <laughs> reason. But – I don't know. It felt weird. It felt sometimes like I, I I'm on board with like, okay, let's get the crew, the whole crew back together after everyone's been split apart. We're going to come back together and fight on the big foe. But it felt like it, it, it did feel like partly odd that we're just like, okay, let's bring all these characters back that we've used in all these other games. We're going to bring them all back. We're going to bring the group together. We're going to fight this guy at the end. This is one of those games where I kind of wish they didn't do that. I kind of wished it was just like Sora and, and like maybe Kyrie and, um, Riku. and Riku to to end this off like just those three I would have liked it if it wasn't any of the other people coming into the picture just those three going in at the end it would have it would have felt in, it would have felt a little bit more like okay we 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 did it but sacrifices were made it, everybody came back together I mean it's obviously some sacrifices were made but it's just like okay let's, now we're gonna get the group together and we're gonna have this like anime hurrah moment and I'm like okay but I don't know. It feels like a lot of this series has been, some parts of it have been a little dark. Why not just stick with that? That that part of it being a little bit dark and and having like the last hurrah not be that. Um, I will say it is kind of interesting that they did put Sora, like they did have, oh no, Sora's gone. Um, I'm not sure about putting him in like a video game world. Because it's like, a, or it's not like a video, is it a video game world? That he went into, it's like a video game world, right? Or like a we, TV show. We world? think, we think, because it's from Verum Rex, which is what you see in the Toy Story world, which I think is a video game a video world game. Yeah. in KH3. Yeah, I mean, it's not explained. It's a what we know at this point is he's in a fictional world. So yeah, from the story of Mel- that's what we know from the story of Melody right. Memory. That was a big surprise, though, at the end, where like Sora's just like sitting there with Kyrie, you know, they're having gone. their their happy ending, and he just poof. He just yeah, that was just, interesting. Just like just like Thanos, he just vanishes. It's like that, oh, that was okay. kind of interesting. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Where do you go? Where where do you go? Like what what the hell? Um, but yeah, everything else like the again the they had their anime hurrah moment where everybody's back and we're gonna push through. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's lost on me partly because. I'm probably just not as big a fan of the series as other people, so I'm sure for other people that are big fans, they're like, "Oh yeah, everybody's back. We got the band back together." But for me, I'm like, "Yo, this is a this is a pretty dark series. Why not just stick with that?" Outside of yeah. you know Disney being <sighs> Disney, 
but I don't know. I was I don't know that I'm I'm simply giving my opinion on why I thought. Yeah, it was no, that's fair. Yeah, I don't I don't think you know. I wouldn't necessarily call KH three a disappointment. Um, obviously, I didn't play it this year. I played it when it came out, which was uh, last year. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think some of the in game stuff works for me. Like I liked the moment with the with the BBS the BBS crew getting back together. Like obviously Tara's a freaking idiot in BBS, but seeing seeing Tara get his redemption was was kind of nice, even though you know he was an idiot in BBS. Um, and seeing Roxas and Shion come back in that segment at the end was was cool too. I thought, but yeah, they don't they didn't explain things exceptionally well in that game. Like, I still don't know what the hell the power of waking is. Like nobody knows what the power of waking is. Um, Kyrie gets shafted harder than any character I've seen in a, in a video game. Almost ever. I think it's like a joke now with, with the game developers or like whoever's making the calls. It's like, yeah, let's just, she's a joke. Let's just keep making her joke. It's like, but why, why are we making her a joke? She 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 doesn't seem like it. She she literally trained in the hyperbolic time chamber with Axel and she comes out in the final battle, does nothing, gets kidnapped by Zemnis and then gets murdered by Xehanort. It's it's just like, really? Okay, Um, cool. Thanks. Thanks. I don't, I don't get Um, that, but I don't know. So Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's just, again, that's just my opinion. Like I, I think, there, there are a couple of factors there with just me not playing every game and just like, I don't know. For me, there are some things I just I, I thought they were on like this path of like, okay, yeah, let's just let's just see all these characters be gone except for him, and that's like the ending moment where it's, you know, part of it's like, okay, it's it's about it. It is partly about the people we met along the way, but also like the people we lost on the way is a contributing factor to this story. And then they brought them all back. The band came back together, and I was like. Okay, it's this kind of game. I got it. We gotta yeah. we gotta get the band back together. I got One you. thing I I will say on the topic of KH three real quick, something that did come out this year that I did kind of forget about. Um, the KH three DLC was actually really good, or the super bosses in it at least. If yeah. you're into that, they yeah. it showed us that Osaka isn't just completely papega when it comes to boss design, which most of the games they've designed their bosses are awful. Mm. And Data Org and KH3 DLC was actually really good. So there's some hope for the future of the series sure. in terms of the gameplay, at least. Um, so yeah, that that was one thing that was cool. Kind of another honorable mention for me that this sure. year that I forgot about was that the DLC for KH3 was, was actually pretty good. Yeah, the bosses opinion. in KH3 weren't bad at all. I, I don't think I really had too many problems with how they were designed. I thought they were just fine. Um, but yeah, anyway... Um, if you want to add on your some of your own disappointments, you're more than welcome no, to. No, I, I actually can't think of any okay. games that I played this year that was particularly disappointing that I'm not remembering, or maybe I'm not remembering them because they were disappointing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. Okay. There's a few other games that I did play this year that I didn't add to the list because they were there, but they were fine. Sure. So not particularly good or disappointing. So Got it. Yeah. Okay. Then my shirt, it's a Silver Surfer. My shirt is Silver Surfer, a character that pre MCU Marvel really did dirty. <laughs> they really did him dirty. That's all I'm going to say about that. I did make a. I did want to make one more promise before we go. I mentioned I made a Destiny. I made a video. It's a oh, terrible gosh. video. It's an awful video. I just want everyone to know that it's not a good video. But 
there's there's some music in it. I think it's um I think the music is not like we're not gonna get any into any trouble with it. I'm just gonna play it. It's it's a minute long. I hope all of you have strong stomachs. Oh yeah, there it is. Look at that. This is the snipes one. Oh cool. Look at look at that is. guy. Oh look at that shot. That's a god gamer. Look at oh my god and look at the look at the transition there. <laughs> I remember Hectic was was watch this video. It's like this really is like high school editing level. You had the audio play and didn't fade it at all. You just cut it out. Ooh, there so it is. spoon. Never feel bad about uploading videos. This one I like put together. Oh, I, and I, I just was don't... proud of this. I'm so happy I, about I, it. I, I just don't I edit the it. videos. I just upload the raw Twitch bot and call it a day. <laughs> so I just like yeah. I just actually edit this because like, huh? Can I edit a video? Or just oh look at that. That was godly. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. That was a joke one. I added you, that. That was a joke. You, you, okay, you missed. That, yeah, was, a I was, like, that was a joke addition. I added that as a joke. I remember that. There you go. I, I made that promise. I, I promised I would show that. There you go. So, Spoon, if, feel, feel free to put your... Feel free to put your um your video up there if you, if you want to, dude. But I just want you to know that my editing skills are real good. <laughs> top, top tier, dude. That was, that was top tier... Uh, that was top tier editing right there. Yeah. I actually spent like an hour editing that too. That was like actually a lot of effort for me. So um okay. Let's uh okay, let's let's wind yeah. down here, I guess. Wind yeah, let's wind it down after after that amazing video. So everybody who's you know, who's enjoyed today, we talked about a lot of different stuff regarding our favorite games. There wasn't a lot of game news, but we also did mention um, some of the games that we played recently, like Humankind and Genshin, if you're, you know, one of the things that I think I mentioned to Spoon when we did this, uh, when we were first doing our episode thoughts was we're trying to get more people interested in the podcast by getting people into the Discord server. So if you have some people that are, you know, maybe remotely interested or remember us from the Myriad casts and such and want to bring them in to the community so that they can, you know, maybe check out our movie nights and such. Feel free to send an invite over. If they say no, they say no. If they don't actually stay that long, that's totally fine. But the idea is we want to get more people. We want to get some more exposure and also just generally keep getting the word out there. We, we need your help with this one. It's um, one of the big things that can help get the word out there is word of mouth. It's a very powerful marketing tool that happens to cost nothing in most cases. So that would be extremely helpful. I know Spoon and I would really appreciate it. Um, last couple things. When, when we put out tweets and such for our streams that are coming up this weekend, feel free to retweet and like those. Hang out when Spoon plays his last couple chapters of Walking Dead. Feel free to hang out when I play Xenoblade. And movie night will be Friday. So Saturday. Oh, oh God, Saturday. Saturday, so please be sure to keep updated by being in the server and, and checking all those yeah. things out. And when this video goes up on YouTube at some point in the next day or two, feel free to like and give a comment. Maybe talk about some of the favorite games you had for for this year that you played. Again, they don't have to be yep. new releases. So any yep, any other all. thoughts, Spoon? No, I think I think you covered it, yeah. Comment on youtube tell us what your favorite games of of the year were that you played this year or released this year you know whatever um and yeah please um i'm looking forward to 
more people seeing your name. So please show up to movie night this weekend if you can. And as Otto said earlier, if you have any other suggestions for the stream, the podcast, games you want us to play, or movies you want us to watch, join the Discord if you're not already, and you can post those uh, comments in the Discord. I've already, I've, oh, we've already got Frozen 2 as a potential Frozen suggestion. Yeah. And to remind TriCourage, we have a Discord channel now for stream suggestions. Feel free to post in there whenever you want. Well, that name may not stick for the channel name, but feel free to post stream suggestions should you have them. Obviously, we're, we're welcome to hear what people's thoughts are. Try's so, stream suggestion is never talk about Genshin Impact ever Is again. it really? <laughs> no, is it really? I, I, no, oh, okay. No, 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 I was about was to mean. say, man, that was, that's rough. Um, that was a meme. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks, everybody. Hopefully, we'll see you guys during one of our games that we play this week, whether it's Xenoblade or Walking Dead. And for those that are interested in the movie night, we'll hopefully see you Saturday. So thanks, everyone. Yeah. Have a good new year as well. Yep. Hopefully, have a happy new year. year. Good riddance 2020. Hopefully next year will be better. Hopefully. We'll see you guys maybe next year or tomorrow. Thanks.